Yeah, man, it's been a hot minute since we've done uh, some a new episode or B-roll, whatever, man. So I'm I'm happy, man. We're doing a little something, something. Yeah, a little something, something, something for for the people's ears. Yeah, okay. man. I've been I've been meaning to chalk it up, man. You know what I'm saying? It's just almost like a feeling like, you know, after a while, it's like I I need to, you know, it's like you know, it's like when you don't exercise after a while, it's like I gotta go, I gotta go back to the gym. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I kind of felt like that myself because uh, when I got my hair cut, um, went to the barber shop and shit, and uh, I don't know, just making conversations with uh, like with people, and sometimes you just forget certain things, you know. Because there's a few, th- there's a few uh, sayings that I just forgot. But uh, what I was looking for is, you know, uh, me and this barber were talking about social constructs and stuff, you know. But I didn't call it social constructs at the time. It's like uh, just people in their narratives and stuff, you know? <laughs> so I was like, damn, man, I'm really losing it. I need to get back to talking more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just seems like, you know, communication nowadays is very uh, different than previously. You know, we just grew up in the information age, you know, social media, and we have our phones. We're always connected to the internet and always plugged in, you know what I mean? And it's just... Face-to-face human interaction is, is becoming sort of a lost art form. The quarantine didn't help with that at all. So, And then also these mental illnesses and anxiety and, you know, all these other things. You're introvert, extrovert. So it's just, you know, it's it's not like before. It is a little bit dicier in today's times. And, you know, I'm trying to be better at myself, trying to get myself out there and, you know, either pro- projecting your voice or being more charismatic or funnier, or just having, you know, trying to fill the room a little bit more of your presence, not just try to overwhelm everybody, but just kind of being a little bit more outgoing. And I've always had a little bit problems with that. And I don't know, my sisters say I'm I'm a people's person, people's person, but I still, I guess we're, we're our own worst critic. And I always kind of attack myself like you could have do more, you got to be more outgoing, you got to be more, you know, blase, 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 you know what I mean? So it's a real yeah. thing, man. I agree with you, you know, because, you know, don't, during the whole time that I kind of like stayed in my, because like, you know, the job that I was working before um, is basically just being a lone wolf, you know, and I only see like people, you know, maybe once or twice a day, you know, and very few in the morning. And then now in this new work field right here, you know, like when I was doing ride share, I used to just bump into people. I mean, bump into like, you know, 12 or 14 people uh, a day or a night. Now, um, now that I don't do, do I don't do ride share very often. I don't talk to I don't talk to a lot of people. <laughs> like the only person I really talk to you <laughs> is you via, you know, audio te- audio messages and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I really am losing because I have not talked to a lot of people lately. You know, I just kind of kept to myself and you know, picking up food, just like, hey, how are you doing? Okay, thank you, and then walk out. You know, and I'm like, damn, I really haven't had any like, you know the bumping of the gums or, you know, banter moments with a lot of people lately. So I was like, I, I gotta, I gotta do that, you know? And, uh, another crazy tip that we've been on, man, is you and I have been picking up on some fashion tips and stuff. Cause what I've learned with fashion is it's, you gotta make your clothes talk and you gotta, you gotta talk along with it, you know? And I guess I'll probably talk on that at some other point, but I'm in trying to pick up some talking pieces you know to to break the ice because that's something that uh, you just mentioned not too long ago it's like you know it's been an icier environment and we gotta find ways to break the ice you know when graphic tees i've learned 
has always been an engagement tool. You know, like if, if you pique somebody's interest, whether you're like a, wearing a Dragon Ball shirt or a, uh, a Naruto shirt or a Sailor Moon shirt, it's going to break the ice a little bit. You know, it's, it's oh, yeah. a talking point, you know. And uh, I realized that because I went to go buy a Sonic, like this Sonic shirt for something I'm about to wear for the Sonic 2 release next month. Next month. Okay. And now, uh, like, you know, a couple of girls like, oh, this Sonic shirt is cute and stuff like that. That's it. That's it. Yeah, that's graphic tees working, you know, because it gotcha. talks for you, you know. Right, right. You got to go fast. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, that, that's a real thing, man. I remember when we went to MacArthur Mall and I had, we both had Dragon Ball Z on. We, we didn't even plan yeah. it. I had... You know, Kid Goku with the with the red Supreme uh with the Supreme shirt on and you had I think was it Gogeta or Go Goku or something like that. Uh you have Vegeta. Yeah, it was, uh, uh, no, it was a Super Saiyan four. Uh not a Super Saiyan um God blue hair. <laughs> blue okay, hair. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> SSJ Blue. Right, right. And you know, we got compliments on it from certain people walking around like oh dragon ball z cool or some lady uh, was it that the cologne section of perfume like she didn't even know what the hell it was she just thought it looked nice like she just thought kid goku looked cute or whatever she didn't even know what dragon ball z was so i mean you're you're perfectly you're you're on point with that it's literally like a statement saying hey like i'm interested in this you know what i'm saying it's like uh, like you you kind of can figure out a person from their from their clothes you know their fashion and yeah. you know, like you said, it's a good ice. It's a good icebreaker. Like, oh, I like your shirt. How do you think about? You know, I started doing that myself. Like, oh, I like your shirt. What do you? What do you? Are you excited for the new movie? Or you know, what I'm saying, or what did you think about the last game that came out? Like, it's literally like you said, it's a good icebreaker, and you just kind of get yourself in, in a conversation with somebody with that. It really works. I tell you that, man, because uh, you and I would still talk about to this day. You know, uh, when we went out to H and M, you know, and I wore uh, Batman Vegeta. <laughs> to this day, I cannot go that same H and M without her like just smiling, giggly, and stuff like that. And they're like, <laughs> I just don't bother to like talk. I was like, hi, oh man. You know? So I guess, I mean, I don't, I don't know what what the deal is. It's not like I'm not dumb, and I'm not like you know, <laughs> you know. Hard, I, it's, it's not hard to figure out, but like I said, I know she's flirting with me and stuff like that, and I just don't bother, you know, because it's like, you know, she only recognized me as bad, my Vegeta. And it's like, only she knew the other costumes I wore. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be like Batman for the second identity. I don't tell anybody about my second identity. <laughs> right, right. Like Nas said, it ain't hard to tell. <laughs> yeah. Yo, man. Really, yeah, Bulmos want the Batman, really man. They want the Batman, the Batman. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude i mean then that's the thing that's the next thing for us is just really rocking our own gear rocking our own you know merchandise you're a graphic designer you've got some fire ass ideas man and me i just you know i just kind of pick up the pieces of whatever and you know i've I've got a little something something commission that we still have the behind the scene uh, merch store on T Public, whatever, with a few designs on there. But I definitely would like to step it up this year and put more like Tales of Florida, put my characters on my shirts, or Ultimate Afterlife Fighting, putting some those characters on my shirts because anime shirts are just you know anime fashion is pretty much like top of the top right now. So that's one thing we definitely we've been talking about for a long time is just getting the merch out there and rocking our own stuff to promote and market ourselves. You know, exactly. Yeah, man. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what? Let's let's get into I know the news just came out and I know we usually don't go into too much heavy 
subject material sometimes like that. But I just gotta say, just like rest in power to that, you know, that fourteen year old that lost his life on that drop tower in in Orlando, Florida, on the Icon uh, amusement park section. There is just it's one of those things where it's like you know, honestly, you cannot prevent um, complacency. You know what I'm saying? Like you cannot prevent it from. As long as there's humans involved, there will be human error, you know, and it's just, it's also, it's one of those, like, most horrific things, like, we are theme park junkies, and, you know, like, we're always, me, I'm always a little bit paranoid, like, hey, you check my seat, or, you know what I'm saying, like, I'm always a little bit, like, making sure that, hey, like, some, some of the rides are right so much, like, I could tighten it myself, but I know, hey, I want them to double check after me, too, you know, when, especially, like, Bush mm. Gardens or something, and it's just, like, yo, man, it's just, it's, it's, it's a real risk, man. It's a real risk. Just people just get bored or they get tired or they get distracted. And it's not a, I don't think it's a pay raise thing either. I think if you pay them 25 an hour, eventually you, you're still going to do it. You know, you're still, something's going to slip through the crack. You're going to be like, oh, everything's fine. And, you know, a life was lost in that regard. And I think the, the, the ride could be, I know drop, drop towers usually have like a, like a seat belt with the with the with the thing over your shoulders you know what i'm saying with the with the bar over you usually they're you know what i'm saying there's like there's a clip at, uh like near your crouch and then there's the seat belt that goes into the actual bar itself so it like clips in place and that one doesn't have that for whatever reason man and it's just def- definitely preventable and i wasn't even thinking about going to that park like last week and checking out like the ferris wheel or in potentially the drop tire itself you know so it's it's just a tragic situation, man. For real, for real, man. Like, I didn't, I didn't, you, yeah, I know you say you were talking about going to oh, Bush Gardens. Oh, go ahead. The ride goes. Ah, uh, you were muted, yeah, like, I from think. From standing, man, like, uh, was I, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, yeah, uh, from my understanding, man, was the ride that was going up, uh, when it reaches, when it goes on top, the the right, uh, the I think the seat sort of um tilt forward a little bit, so it feels like a free fall. So when old boy was being lifted up, he wasn't he wasn't buckled in or fastened in, you know, because uh the ride operators like, do you have your seatbelt? Says nope, seatbelt, nope, and it kept on going up. Mm, As a ride no, operator, yeah, I saw man, that clip. I, yeah, so as a ride operator, isn't it your job, your obligation? But like, uh uh-uh, uh, uh uh, stop the ride, bring the motherfucker back down here, and we'll fasten them up, you know? And, yeah. And, yeah. um, but the dude, and the kid, the kid, dude, he, you know, he's like, nope, nope. I'm like, that's the dude. If I was that kid, it's like, hey, the shit ain't fastened, you know? Because I think we did that, did the same thing at Bush Gardens, you know? I was like, you know, I was like, hey, I was like, hey yo, is this supposed to be fastened? Is this supposed to be fastened when we did our own free fall shit? You know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We did actually do I was that. Like, hey, yeah, because yeah, like I, I'm the type of person. I'm like, hey, I'll be on it. I'm like, listen, man, hold on now. Let's let's look at this shit. You know, it's like this got to be fast. And like, even um, at Bush Gardens when we saw the Griffin, uh, saying, hey, the ride was stuck. We turned right back around and said, well, it ain't gonna be today. It ain't gonna work right. for me, brother. <laughs> that ain't gonna <laughs> work for me, brother. Yeah, man. Like I learned to pick up on the red flags. If a, if a ride is known to have some like you know technical issues, I won't get on it for today. It's like if it's fucking up today, I'm not getting onto it. You know, it's just it's just right. one of those things, you know. But yeah, exactly. man, it's just one of those crazy ass things that just took place. And you know, I mean, rest in peace. 
these are the things that these are the precautions you take. I mean, not too long ago, I'm like, well, this this the uh, grand opening weekend for the Pantheon uh, at Bush Gardens. Now mm-hmm. I was gonna go today, and I'm like, something tells me it's like, you know what, just chill out, chill out, you know, just just take a break. And I'm like, yeah, I'll take yeah. a break. We'll we'll see about it. Go about it tomorrow because I come. I wanted to go on opening day because I missed member nights, but uh, I, I mean, I'll I'll try to see if I can try to attend uh, for the weekend. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's it's you know it's gonna be one of those things where, you know, it's 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 just one of those things like oh it's in your head and then after a while it's like it just happens. It's just like something horrible happens. It's in your head and then after a while you kind of just gleefully kind of forget about it and then you enjoy yourself and then something else happens again and then it's back in your head. You know what I'm saying? It's it's just like this. It's just a cycle, dude. And. You know, I, I'm especially here in Florida, man. Like, I'm I'm excited to hit some theme parks up, and you know, what I'm saying, like, honestly, that 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 could be the difference. Is like, I've always been a little bit skeptical, especially these carnivals, dude. Like these little, you know, these carnivals or the um or the state fairs, especially those joints. Oh no, oh no, 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 no. Well, you can see the rust on them shits, and you can see how oh, yeah, janky yeah. they are. Oh no, man, I don't. I don't be fucking with them shits, man. I don't like. I I like, <laughs> like I like it professional looking. Like I, it's gotta look like really official. Like for me, like I'm not second guessing myself or like Bush Gardens like per se or Disney or Universal, but like a you know even something like the Icon Park. I'm a little bit like okay, this is not like you know it's not, it's not like big time, but it does more. It it is a step above like your normal state fear or your normal drive-in carnival that comes through like once a year and um you know it's just one of those things where it's just like i i I feel safe even though it's mentally it's like look anything can go wrong but it's like one of those things where i feel safer at a big amusement park per se whether you know i feel like they're doing more of the checks they're doing more you know what i'm saying they have more tech to realize hey something's wrong with this you know what i'm saying like i know people get irritated it's like sorry right it's closer today and you're like Man, fuck, man. I, I mean, Volcano used to be like that. It came to me, and Volcano was always closed for the most part. You know, it's, mm. it's safety. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to ride that shit. They know something's wrong with it, you know, and fucking risk your life, and something can happen like that. For real, for real. I mean, take 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 it as a blessing. Say, hey, this shit's closed for today. Like, just, okay, cool. I'll write something else. You know, don't no need to cuss out anybody or, you know, or, or try to be upset. Could potentially, you know, something bad could happen. It was, it was pre- preventable, you know? It just goes to show how selfish some people can be when it comes to stuff like that. You know, like, oh, man, like, I pay all this money and I wanted to ride there, right? And you close it down. I'm like, do you not see what the park is doing? They're trying to protect your ass, you know? <laughs> you know? Yeah, for you real. Know? It'd, be like, it'd be like one of those things, stuff like that. So, you know, uh, if, if they say, hey, we have to take a particular item off the menu, stuff like that. Oh, that's what I came here for. Well, it was probably recalled. Did you know that? <laughs> you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Right. You want salmonella? You can have it. You know, we'll, we'll serve it to you. You want some salmonella? You know. Oh shit, dude! It's like, oh, I missed the big bad wolf. That was such a good ride. It's like, yeah, big bad wolf was 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 turning into the damn old dog uh, that that needs to go out, be put out in the backyard. It was, you know, <laughs> some of these rides need to go. You know, they just aged yeah. horribly, and they got to go, man. It's like, don't take it too personally. It's like it did you. You know, the better technology, safer technology. Like, hey, this thing's rocky. People are getting headaches. People are passing out. Like, you know, they're shutting down more often. That's a sign. Those are signs. Like, all right, time to 
revamp this thing or re you know put something new here. Yeah, man. I mean, I mean, it, it, it's these companies. Like as much as we talk about companies and corporations stuff like that, you know, sometimes they do their do do their their due diligence to yeah. make sure that uh, they take care of you and stuff like that and know what's good for the consumers. And sometimes it's shutting down a whole entire ride is 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 it's the best way. You know, like hey, it's it's they try to. They try to do what's right for you. If a ride ain't doing too well, if it's too old, stuff like that, then maybe it needs to be taken down and revamped. You know, like Disney World is, is known for doing that. They'll take an old ride down and revamp it up for something else better. You know? Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll, I'll give credit where credit's due for all the, the, the major big companies out there who are, you know, even though it's like, okay, they're protecting themselves, but yeah, they're protecting you in exchange for that as well. So, I got no mm-hmm. problems, no qualms over if I go somewhere and this ride is down or whatever like that. Like, you know, I mean, that's safety first, really for, for like no need to, I know we're all risking our lives going in these parks and riding these near pretty much getting the near death experience with these kind of rides. Right. And we're trying to do it as safely as possible. And there's just a point where it's just like, you know, um, you know, it's just a risk, you know, there's not a hundred percent, you know, on all these things, we're taking a risk, and it's like well, I'm just trying to take the most calculated, less riskiest approach to this thing. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. uh, like just today, I saw. Um, I was talking to you the other day, or like a week ago, I saw a lady who was in the pool testing out one of her um, inflatable canoes or whatever, right? An inflatable boat. I'm like, I, I saw her, and I'm like, you go in the the swamp with that, the lake? And she's like, yeah, I go in the lake with this. I'm like. You just go in the water and she's like, yeah, I just go in the water and I just, you know, I, I just row and that's it. Just right off the grass. There's no dock. You just, you know what I'm saying? It just goes right into a deep end. They have a little barrier thing like in the water, I guess, to help to prevent people from doing that or whatever. But she says she does it. So I'm like, aren't you afraid of gators or something like that? She's like, look, honey, when it's my time to go, it's my time to go. I'm just, you know, I'm going to have my fun with her. She's like a little bit of an older lady. And today, man, today, this morning... I saw a fucking gator swimming across that bitch, like, at least as tall as me, man. Like, oh, hell no. <laughs> Dude, it's like, you know what I'm saying? You put yourself in a scenario, and it's like, you know, it could happen. For real, for real. It could happen. Yeah, man. You, you live in gator country, especially in gator country. Not just big gator country, but you all got, you got bears out there, too, and everything, man. Like, those are vicious animals out there. Yeah, you know, yeah. and animal control can only do their do do the best they can. They they're only there. Uh, animal control is not there to patrol. They're there to actually control. You know, so whenever you know you see you spot an alligator or spot a bear, uh, spot a bear nearby and stuff like that, then yeah, that's what animal control is there to do is to control it, you know, like you know the situation. But you know, there's there's nothing. Animal control is not going to out there to patrol and stop try try to prevent something happening like. I mean, we're we're just as in their backyards as 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 that you know, as we think you know, like these alligators and these bears. They were like you know, it's it's walking grounds for them. They don't right. they don't they don't care. They, there's no such thing as property to them. You know, <laughs> <laughs> true true. If they if they're in your backyard, they're in your backyard. What are you gonna tell them to do? You know, not only that, you also got snakes too. Yeah, that's that's prominent in your area as well. I forgot about yeah. that all in Florida. Yeah, snakes. I haven't. I've like luckily I haven't encountered the snake in the toilet shit. But I'm I'm 
I'm praying I don't ever encounter that shit because that that shit's fucking <laughs> terrifying, man. I don't, t- taking a fucking shit and then you just you just fucking anaconda just bites your ass like what the fuck like that. That's just not cool, bro. But uh, even going to like zoos, you know, you go to a zoo, you don't know, you don't know what can break out of a cage or whatever. Like, there's a risk. The lion gets loose, or the tiger gets loose, or elephant gets loose. It's like there's always an inherent risk with these things, and you know, that's just kind of where it's like, kind of like the law of like statistics. It's like, what's your percentage? There's a ninety nine. There's a 97% chance that no animals get free today or, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And it's just always that inherent risk we're willing to take to be entertained and to get excitement in like an adrenaline rush. So I just got to say for all you guys out there, just, you know, shit, be careful this summer. Be careful this spring. Make sure the attendee, like the right attendants are checking their shit. Make sure they're not fucking distracted and you know, talking to their friends, whatever, and lollygag, and make sure they do their job first, and then, you know what I'm saying, then uh, let them do their thing. If you yelling out, stop the ride, stop the ride, like, like yell it, that, belch that shit, like, for if you don't feel, if you got a hunch, you know, that gut instinct in you, man, just listen, listen to that shit, for real, for real. Exactly. And you know what, like, there goes a testament about, you know what, this, this, could, this could end up just being a topic that's, that's related to the issue of like, you know, unprofessional staff, you know, mm-hmm. um, the fact of matter is, is like, I understand that we all feel overworked and underpaid and underappreciated and stuff, you know, and I'm basically the middleman of seeing all of that, you know, you and I have been the middleman of seeing all that as well at Bush gardens, you know, when it came to, yeah. uh, getting, you know, getting on a ride and seeing like staff bickering with each other and we'll, 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 we'll cook along with it. We'll, we'll, we'll put some more gas in the flavor. Like, ooh, she said you ain't doing your job. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah. I remember we'll, that we'll shit. Yeah, that, you know. And then <laughs> you know, and there's hollow screen where it's just I don't know what triggered that particular employee. You know, but we were joking about like you know this is why you got to get vaccinated because the guy was dressed like a zombie and stuff. You know, wearing and face mask like, and shit. Yeah, you know, and he was like, he was like hey, this is the reason why I got vaccinated. You look like that, you know, and this guy straight up just lost his fucking mind. I was like, yo, that's not a character. That's just you being you now. He was like, I don't care about the vaccination. I don't care about it. You know, I'm like, no one asked for you to do that. <laughs> oh, hold on. Say that again. You went out on the mic. Like, dude, like. Yeah, I was saying, like, you know, there's a guy, like, you remember when we went to the maze and stuff, and this guy was like, I don't care about getting vaccinated and stuff, you know? I don't care about it, you know? I don't care about mm-hmm. coronavirus and stuff. And I'm like, bro, you're here to do a job to scare people. You're not here to actually be political. Nobody hired you for your political insight, you know? <laughs> so it, it's just wild how unprofessional these staff could be actually be, you know, sometimes, you know? And I see it all the time, especially with uh, with, with deliveries, you know, how... I go to a drive-thru and they just like, yeah, can I take your order? Yeah, what you want? Or yeah, what's up? We're like, what the fuck? Who who let these people hire, get hired here, you know? And then getting the food, I can hear the cussing and back and forth at each other and stuff like that. It's like, yo, man, do your fucking job and all that shit like that. I'm like, the professional is out the window. Real talk when it comes to just that. But I understand, like, you know, feeling, you know, underpaid and underappreciated. But what the hell, bro? <laughs> Right, especially in this scenario where literally someone was like, seatbelt? Like, it wasn't like they didn't know. Like, they they knew. 
You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like they were all the way up, and it was like, oh my god. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, literally less than, like, maybe 20 feet off the ground or whatever, less than 20 feet as they're slowly going up, they, it was an acknowledgement, like, hey, something's wrong, you know, and you still went mm-hmm. through with it, like, it's like, what did, what, did you, what did you think would happen? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I know that, I mean, I know there's, there's, there's obviously some, there's some, some heavy, heavy smoke and fire going on right now at that place, and rightfully so, and I know a lot of the other parks, the little, like, amusement parks, or the small jinx that are not like Disney, just, you know, some of the smaller joints out there, I know all of them are basically giving their employees, like, literally briefings after briefing after briefing, like, hey, make sure y'all do your shit, it's always... You know, it's 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 always that era. It's just that cycle, man. We just something has to happen for us to knuckle down, and then we ease up after a year, two years, three years, or whatever, man. It's just I'm not sure if robots will replace us, and that will work in the future uh, in terms of like service stuff like that. But yeah, man, it's 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 a travesty, and I I really hope to, that his family and everything like that, like things get assorted, and you know, I hope. Yeah, man, just things get better. But um, my my question but, is: It's mm-hmm. where 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 are my safety features? Like, all right, so, so you know, the car that I'm driving, it will annoy the fuck out of you if you don't have fasten your seatbelt. Driver side, right. passenger side, it will annoy the mm-hmm. fuck out of you. You know, uh, mm-hmm. there's also blind, like, there's also blind spot sensors and stuff like that. Where's all this technology and roller coasters? You know, like before a ride goes, shouldn't it be a sense of saying like, you know, if there's a particular in person in row, whatever the fuck, and, and on, then you know, on the road, like green section, this uh, that was now. Yo, they have that. Where, just be, where were those schools? Get yeah, like, but this person was able to continue to go all the way up to the free fall mm-hmm. and you know but like before right operator even pushes the lever up or or you know pushes the button for it to go up and stuff like that it should be like a, a uh a safety protocol where it doesn't activate into all seat belt or fastened you know yeah yeah and, and it seemed like you know go ahead, go ahead. like where was that oh no go ahead I, I was just saying i was like i was just curious where are these safety precautions for all these rides and if not if not every ride in, in, in every amusement park does not have that, why should why like with all the million dollars that they've earned and stuff like that, why can't they be implemented in these rides? Like this should be just a simple future to add on, you know? Yeah, I've seen that with coasters like Verbolton. I remember, you know, and mm-hmm. just different coasters where you're sitting there, you're waiting, and it's like, come on, we're already buckled in, and then they come back again and they recheck you again because they can't you know, they can't uh, send you off because there's a safety feature saying, hey, something is loose. So they got to go back and recheck everyone again. Like, I've seen it happen multiple times to multiple rides. The the drop tower shit, they need that. I, they don't have it. I don't know how they wouldn't have that, but they need that. And this isn't some rinky-dinky drop tower that was, like, from a carnival. This is, like, a, like this is a really tall, like, LED lights. It's you know what I'm saying? This is like a very like iconic kind of landmark for the park and for Orlando. So uh, it, the technology should be there. It's not like it's an old joint. It should be there to say, hey, you know, the, the seatbelt isn't 
row row E seat five is not completely, you know, I'm saying, um, buckled in. You can't, you can't, you can't get the ride to go. You know what I mean? Like that definitely should be a thing. And we know that they, they, they put too much money in this thing. It's not going to close down. They'll introduce, it's going to close down for now. Maybe eventually it'll go back up and they're going to implement new safety features and, you know, seatbelt and like the thing we're talking about now, but I don't know. I don't. I I couldn't ride. I tell you what. I couldn't ride that, knowing that that happened. You know, that's literally one of those cases where like ignorance is bliss. You know what I'm saying? Like I wouldn't ride that, knowing that that happened. You know what I'm saying? I'd be, get a damn anxiety attack on the top. You know what I'm saying? Like you know. So it's gonna reopen eventually, and you know it's just gonna be one of those things where people kind of forget and then they slowly go back to it, or tourists just come and they don't know. You know what I mean? Um, but definitely, man, it's it's just a damn shame that this thing didn't have that feature. It is, but uh, I mean, I'll probably still ride it to be honest with you. It's just I won't if if the shit ain't faster. I'm like, yo, I'm screaming out hell. I'm screaming out hell, Mary and shit like that. Like, hey, hold up, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, listen, I can't sue you guys if I'm not fasting, you know. But if the shit was unfastened and I'm gonna end up and I survive, oh, I'm suing them. Oh, I'm oh god, dude! I <laughs> no man. I don't think I, I can I do, do it, man. Uh, I, I'd probably do it. I just need the seatbelt fastened. That's. Oh, I think it was just. It was. I don't want to point blame because I'm gonna get canceled. But there's two factors, you know, that 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 didn't take place. The ride operator didn't take the shit seriously. Uh, either that was on didn't shit didn't shout it out loud enough, you know, because it's. It's a two-way street, you know. Right operator says, seatbelt. Kid said, no. Right operator said, seatbelt. Kid said, nope, again. Kept on going up. That right operator should have went straight to the damn control unit and be like, ayo, shut the shit down, bring it back down. You know, and kick that rider off the ride because he didn't inform anybody that his spell was off. And that kid should have said, yo, the seatbelt's not on. See, that's not out. Green. What you? What the fucking? Don't you don't even care if you sound like a. It's your life. They stuck the fastest. That I ain't going. I'm yeah. gonna fall off. I'll be yelling all that shit. Like I don't give a fuck. Exaggerate. Yeah. This is your life at stake. You know. But like it's a two way street. Mm-hmm. You know. It's like it's protocols yeah. that should have been taken in from both ends and stuff. You know. Like. You know. It'd be. It'd be. It'd be. It'd be like a. You know, like I've heard, like uh, I think my dad about this case where um, a guy ran, uh, somebody ran a red light and struck this person. I struck a person mm-hmm. that, like, you know, um, that hit, that hit him, and a judge is like, "Well, uh, he blamed the person that got hit." So I'm like, you know, well, you should have been, um, I guess, a case dismissed because the, the person that got hit is so like, you know, uh, should have been a better lookout. Mm. I'm like. I'm like, well, you can't really do that. Like that, that's a fucked up situation because the person was uh, obeying all traffic, like you know, protocols such as you know going with a green light. But you know, should it be your responsibility to be a better lookout, stuff like that? It's like, sort of, but like you saw the right like, light going green, so like, it's almost like the situation that I was going through, stuff like that. It's like that, I saw the light was going turning green. You know, primarily right. the person that's walking, that 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 ran the red light is responsible. Same thing with that right operator. He's also re- responsible for making sure that motherfucker's fastened, you know. But like, yeah, man, it's it the the 
the uh, the moral of the story stuff like that is hey man, man you see you, you know if you see all hear all whatever the fuck speak talk talk to talk tell somebody hey something's not going right here something's going down and something's not something's not going something's not going as I, I feel as I feel I don't feel safe at all with the seat though unbuckled and shit like that you know what I mean I don't yeah. think even I, I don't think it's the parents' responsibility to even t- teach a kid to fasten your shit up you know you know <laughs> Right, but, right. Hey, yeah, I mean, you're right, man. This is golden. Hey, speak up. You know, if you have a friend who's been drinking too much and you, you're sober, take the keys. You know what I'm saying? Oh, get get a Uber, get a Lyft, speak. You know, there's tons of scenarios, not just theme parks, but in life where, yeah, if you just would have said something or someone would have brought in attention to something, a lot of bad shit could have been prevented. So definitely speak up when you're in these kind of situations. Just Trust your gut. If you if you just feel any kind of thing, like hey, yo, wait up, wait up, hold up, a second, like let's let's just pause for a second. You know what I mean? So hey, there, I mean, there's plenty of uh, lifelong events that'll happen where if you just take a second to to breathe, take a second to process, you can prevent a lot of bad shit that will affect you in the future or immediately. So. So recently there's been artwork that's been showcased for the upcoming comic book series of Power Rangers versus Godzilla. And man, I'm excited for this shit, dude. Uh this is a dream a, a, just another dream crossover that Boom Studios has just been delivering to us as fans like over and over and over again, man. Like Power Rangers and Godzilla. This is Tip top of Toku right here. <laughs> this is this is Mecha mm-hmm. versus Kaiju. You have the most iconic Kaiju monster of all time going against arguably the most iconic uh mecha robot of all time in the Megazord. Like, come on man, this shit five issues, they they're gonna run with this shit for real, for real, bro. Now what are your expectations <laughs> going into it? Well, first off, I wanna start from the Power Rangers is uh comic book book um reboot of how they're being implemented in today's uh today's pop culture society and stuff you know like whatever boom studios is doing from the get-go with the whole collaboration with dc the collaboration with the turtles and then the collaboration with uh with now with uh with godzilla and stuff like that and revamping some of the characters and stuff and adding uh new characters like lord drekken or lord dracon yeah um Whatever they're doing in Boom is amazing, and it they they got it to the point where now uh it's it's canon, you know. Everything you're reading in the comic book is canon stuff like that, you know. I and mean, we're all seeing it actually being seen in video games, and we're seeing it in action figures. So they're selling toys, and we talked about this lot not too long ago, man. Like the TV show just kept on insulting our intelligence, you know. Like oh, we're trying to market to the five year old. When none of us is five year olds anymore, you know, and five year olds don't give a fuck about Power Rangers, you know. So yep. go back to your core audience, the adults who grew up on Power Rangers, and what they're doing with DC Ninja Turtles, and now with Godzilla, is crazy right now, man. Because my expectation right now is if they're able to kill it with the, uh, well, I think they did fairly well with DC, but with Ninja Turtles, 
that was a ride. That was fun. That was a fun read and stuff like that. Yes. You know, and all star read right and there. I, yep. Yeah. Yeah. And after after reading that, I was like, that's wow, that's that's a Power Ranger Ninja Turtle collaboration right there. Like something that we've all wanted as a kid. But now with Godzilla, oh, we're looking at a full on, I mean, suit. The whoever the illustrator is, stuff like that, man. We look. I'm expecting a nice illustrated battle between the oh, Megazord, man. And Dragonzord against Godzilla, and maybe I don't know, maybe maybe a Mecha Godzilla versus the uh, Megazord versus Dragonzord versus the Ultra Megazord. Just, oh my god, dude! Just like they, they should just study. They should do less of just the Power Rangers and straight focus on just stuff. Uh, the kaiju battle alone in the mega and the megazord and the megazord so it just focus solely on that you know just give us like straight combat nonsense throwing throwing each other like godzilla drop kicking the megazord and dragazord together <laughs> just straight like savagery of of battles in the city and whatever whatever if they're going to be at angel grove or they're going to be in somewhere where you know godzilla is at ringer and where where did Godzilla fight uh, King Kong in Singapore or some shit like that. I forgot or Hong Kong. It was uh, <laughs> I think it was Hong Kong. Yeah, in the in the Godzilla vs King Kong movie. Yep. Yeah. So wherever the Megazord's gonna be fighting Godzilla at, man, like it's gotta be a full on brawl, man. Like straight, just just nasty. And I want to see Godzilla tearing Zords apart, like straight up, like <laughs> like he's t- like he. I want to see Godzilla take apart the Megazord like a fucking Christmas tree <laughs> after. After New Year's and stuff like that, just start taking it apart, taking it apart. <laughs> oh shit, yo Charles, I see you in here, man. What's up? What's up? What's up, brothers? Hey, hey welcome on, to the bro. episode, man. Sir. Yeah, man. We we just talking Power Rangers and uh, the new Power Rangers Godzilla crossover comic that's coming out soon. Oh man, I gotta check that. Out. I haven't even heard of that one yet. Oh, you ever seen the art yet? I'm not. Ah, dude, we, I'm a, I'm gonna reupload in the Discord, dude. You're like Nicholas Drake, I've been in a has cave. A... Oh, I've been in a cave, dude. Man, <laughs> I just got out the cave. <laughs> oh shit, dude! Welcome to the light. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, man, that's what's up, dude. But th- this shit is looking slick, man. Like like Orion said, like I wonder, like. Cause we know Godzilla's gonna get a he's gonna get a power up, man. There's something they're gonna do a fusion or something like the Ninja Turtles got to rock the Power Ranger suits, and I don't think DC the DC characters got to rock their suits or whatever. But there's gonna be some kind of cool twist they're gonna put on Zella, dude. There's gonna be something. I don't know what it is, Power Ranger related, but they're gonna put something with Godzilla to like combine their Zords into. Something like maybe an armored piece for Godzilla to use or something. I don't know, man. It's gonna be, yeah. It's who's gonna be the villain? Rita, obviously, Rita is gonna try to control Godzilla to destroy the Power Rangers, and she's gonna have like some kind of backup villain for Godzilla. It's gotta be some kind of threat that Godzilla and the Megazord has to team up to beat, and I don't know what kind of threat that's going to be. It could be Ghidorah. I don't know, dude. Like, it's going to be some heavy-ass hitter, man. Could be... It'd be dope if it was King Kong in that shit. <laughs> they put King Kong in oh, that shit, shit, too, dude. Like... <laughs> I think it would be definitely a versus battle for, for the beginning, whether it's Rita or Lord Zed, stuff like that, you know? And, I mean, I'm 
I'm looking. I'm looking at you know the Power Rangers' ability. You know where they talk to Zordon and they uh, they hack uh, they hack Mecha Godzilla to actually have an, another power up for the Power Ranger team. Uh-huh. You know to combine uh, Megazord and Dragonzord and and Titanus together and shit like that to make some Ultra Godzilla Megazord some shit like that. Whatever. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and then uh, then you have the Power Rangers team but with Godzilla against all the other monsters that maybe like Rita trying to take control of. You know. Mm. And it's you know it could be like a Godzilla versus Power just t- uh, battle then ends up being a team up and then who knows what's after after that you know but this I, this right here man can go can go anywhere you know or Godzilla just straight up just be the the heel and just come out of nowhere and just like listen y'all threat y'all standing in y'all been fucking with me y'all been mimicking me for for the past few years now <laughs> I'm gonna take my throne right. <laughs> <laughs> You, you can know, just come in as gangsters. I don't need to be under a spell. I'm just gonna take apart your damn Megazord. <laughs> yeah, yo, Mecha Mecha Godzilla wants his royalty checks from from the damn Dragonzord dog. <laughs> 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 oh, shit, maybe in a cameo from Reptar, maybe in then or something like that. Oh, <laughs> dude, that that'd be cool. You imagine if Rita Repulsor made Godzilla grow. What the fuck, man? Oh. <laughs> like. What, is he gonna be in space? Like, dude, like, <laughs> she just like make Godzilla grow. Uh, Say what? Like a, the Eternal, it'd be like Eternals level. Oh, um, or wait, not the Eternals. What are they called? The, um, oh, I forgot the name. Eleven, Celestials. Called, I think Celestials. Yeah, the Celestials above the Eternals. Yeah, yeah, it'd be that kind of level. <laughs> Holy smokes! Like this thing, Godzilla be in space, man. Like he, he just. I think what are the just the gravity was so much that he just went right through the earth, <laughs> like destroyed the whole planet. I was like gargantuan size, dude. Oh man, yeah, man. That yeah. that's 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 exciting, man. I, I'm 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 buying that day one. I'm not gonna wait for the graphic novel like I did TMNT. Like, nah, they they put too much goodwill for me to. I, I'm gonna buy I'm gonna buy all the issues when it first comes out. Nice. I'm probably gonna have to do the novel, bro. I'm sorry, I, I gotta do a novel. Like, you gotta do the novel. I the Lord, yeah, I, I still gotta pick up the Lord Dragon novel, and I still gotta pick up the uh, the DC crossover novel. But the Ninja Turtle one, that that was just a fun read. Oh, that was <laughs> with, that was a ten out of ten for me, man. That that's like just perfectly how you do a crossover. Like seriously, for real, for real. Like Charles, have you seen the? Have you read a little bit of the Ninja Turtle crossover one with the Power Rangers? No, I remember. I remember. I read the DC one. Not okay. The, uh, one. the DC yeah. one was like a six or seven out of ten, but yeah. Um, besides Batman, really putting you, the Black you Ranger. Suggest the Ninja Turtles stuff. one. I suggest the Ninja Turtles one. Yeah, I mean, that the art phenomenal. The crossover, just the interactions and the fighting, like it was. It was just a fun book, man. Like old school comic book like style, but just with modern visuals. It was phenomenal, man. Highly recommend it. Also, I'll check that one out. Yeah, that shit was fun. Like Ninja Turtles, man. Like this, this is the year of Turtle Power, man. Like we got the two games that are coming out, and the last Ronin's gonna be finishing up, and um, you know what I mean. Like, and then we got the the, the new reboot by Seth Rogen that supposedly we might get a trailer for this year. But yeah, I mean Turtle Turtles on the rise again, man. I, I it think never it's gonna cease to fail. Even with Michael Bay fucking shit up and seeing other different designs of Ninja Turtles, but that like 
just the turtles in general, man, like that, that's, that's just a, a property. It just, it's never ceased to fail. Like people are just going to be, they're just going to gravitate to it regardless of what it is, you know? And I just wish that power just made the same return. Like, you know, there's dark parts of Ninja Turtles and there's light parts of Ninja Turtles. Right. Power Rangers, they just, they're, they're losing, they're, they're, they're losing their way when it comes to live action, but they seem to found their, their niche when it comes to comic books, you know? Yeah, it's it's just weird how like we have these crossovers with TMNT and Godzilla and Justice League and they just they just are not on that level. Like they're popular. Like they should be held as respectfully so as a Godzilla or Transformers. It's just like you said that children's television program. Once they cut that out and it just make like PG thirteen content. Or hell, it's just a normal content. You know what I'm saying? Just normal, just stop aiming it for the four or five year old and just aim it as a show. <laughs> <laughs> you should mm-hmm. get a little bit more up there, you know what I mean? Like so, that's what's up, man. That's what's up, Charles. You got any comic books that you're looking forward to reading this year, or anything exciting coming up? Oh man, I got so much to catch up on. <laughs> <laughs> I got so much to catch up on, but I have a lot of stuff that I backed that um that's been sitting. Um, yeah. I've been wanting to read New Masters. I'm hearing good things about that. Mm, okay. Uh, so I want to read New Masters. Um, uh, you know, TOF, baby. <laughs> Tales of Florida. Tales of Florida. Tales of Florida. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I'm going to catch up on all that that I've been, I've been sitting on because I'm out the cave. I'm a new man. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with you, man. I'm bad, dude. I- Honestly, I got like four Kickstarter projects that like I support it. <laughs> I just mm-hmm. need to read. <laughs> it's like I support yeah, it, and it, and it just kind of like you know, especially if it's a digital copy or whatever. I'm not attuned to just be you know, oh, I got to read the digital soon. Like physical copy comes in the mail, like all right, cool, like that. But I'm um, I'm just behind it. I have a whole box, dude, of like uh, a Blood Syndicate. Like I have like I have Blood Syndicate hardware. I got milestone books I need to read. I need to read Philadelphia. Oh, I just started the what Black is the Black is Noir, the little anthology book. Uh, I got a lot to read too, as well, man. So I'm just between school and anything else, man. I'll read you know a little bit here and there, but my my comic book reading has gone down a bit, like in the last like three or four months for sure, for sure. And like going to the shop, like I'm I'm picky. Like I'll do okay, three three or four books tops. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. nothing too crazy, nothing too wild. You know, I'll look in the Facebook groups to see what's like everyone's talking about or whatever, and yeah, I'll right. just pick something exactly. like that. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, all right, y'all. I think I got some fun segment for you guys. So we did the Mortal Kombat rankings for the characters for a couple episodes, me, Uncle Jack, and D. Smith. That was a lot of fun. So I figured, why not do that with the Tekken roster, right? So the game is, the judgment is (laughs) jobber, mid-card, or main eventer, okay? That's the choices. And you know what? I figured, let's just start off with... uh, Let's just start off one of the most popular versions of the game. We're going to start off with Tekken 3. Mm-hmm. Tekken 3. Let's do it. So, up first, I'm going to put... I'm going to put Shayu up first as main eventer 
Mid Carter or Jobber? So wait, well, so are we going this, uh, criteria? Of huh? <laughs> are, are, we, are we going by story lore or by functionality of the character? Or uh, we're not know, going characteristics? by characteristics. We're going not by functionality, more like lore and just how important the character lore and like fan appeal. That's where like okay. almost like how well you can sell it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you know, like Stone Cold has his personality rock, like. Kind like that not so much of like oh top tier list of like you know who actually functions in the game the best more along the lines of like who's selling copies of the game and also the lore kind of combination of both the lore and just fan appeal lore and fan appeal that's kind okay. of the okay. rankings so i got i'll, I'll put shall you up first to see what you guys think about her she would have to be a uh Uh, Mid Carter. Mid Carter. Yeah, because she's a supporting role to Jin. <laughs> mm. You know what? I'll 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 lower mid card <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. Like in comparison to like a like a Chung Li or um, what's her name from Kingdom Fighters, she is very low on the bottom like totem pole of like female fighters, in my opinion. Like. Yeah, she's 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 a lower mid card. I'll give her a lower mid card. What about you, Charles? Yoshimitsu. Oh, Yoshimitsu. Um, I feel like Yoshimitsu is a main event. I feel like it's a main carder. Oh, main event for Yoshimitsu. All right, all right, all right. What you what you feeling, Orion? Um. Uh... Let's see here. Because uh, uh, what, what, the way I digest things is uh, like sort of like a family tree. There's the, the connections and stuff like that, you know. And her okay. connections with Krisu and uh, Doctor Baskalovich and stuff, you know. And mm. his, his his rivalry is with Brian Fury. So, um, mm, that's true. Yeah, so I would say that you would he, he would have to be uh, uh, one of the main events because like that that, that the Brian Fury. The whole fight with Kunimitsu and Brian Ferry and stuff like that, the rivalry between those between those two and stuff like that, Yoshimitsu had also been is basically the the legend because he's like we will call him like the WWE legend because he's been in every sequel of Tekken on top of being in Soul Calibur. Yeah, he's he's worthy That's of a true. main eventer. That is very true, dude. Like Tekken would not seem the same without Yoshimitsu on the roster, like at all. Uh, like you said, he's been in every single game, and then he was a feat. He was a guest character on Soul Calibur. Like, come on now, on a whole brand new, different fighting game, and it wasn't even made like oh, a no. big deal. He wasn't a guest character. He was a mainstay oh. character. Oh yeah, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> they put that man on the roster, free extra charge. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Main of Yoshimitsu is a main eventer. He's the style and the fan, the fan appeal of of using him, like. He's definitely a main event. I'll, I'll give him that for sure, for sure. All right, let's go with Harain. What do y'all think about Harain? You already know my answer, Orion, but I'm, I'm just curious what you guys. Uh, his rivalry is with Jin. 
that is a great that is a, still an amazing rivalry right there. So he's a main he's he's a main eventer along with Jim. Yeah, yeah, I do like as as a as a kicker like the the rivalry with Jin the style like he is he's a he's a go to character you know he's a go to character not just like the function just like fan appeal. Alright, when he took over for a Baksu though, I think this is his his mentor in Tekken yeah. Three. Yeah, like Harain is Harain is he's a main eventer. It it wouldn't feel if you can't you can't have Jin without Harain like. The yin and yang of each other. So yin and yang, yes, for sure, for sure. Hrain, main eventer. Next up, we'll put we'll put Julia up there. What do you well, how you feel about Julia? <laughs> Julia, jobber. <laughs> you put an extra jaw on that jobber. Oh <laughs> shit! <laughs> Hard job. Yeah, she's oh, she she. I I don't. I honestly couldn't tell you her freaking story, man. She she, she she's equivalent to Nikki Ash, you know, because you know she ended up turning a superhero down in the fucking line. <laughs> being a wrestler in Tekken Tag, she had no business being a motherfucking wrestler. She a jobber. Yeah, <laughs> she, she's one of those characters. Like, how did how did she make the roster? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, she premiered. Like, on... She she made her she made she made the Rosses by associating to Michelle, basically Rain Mysterio's son. Oh, <laughs> she's the Dominic of, of of the female wrestlers. <laughs> yeah, she she's she's family affiliated. Affiliated. Oh shit! All right, all right. Let's let's go. All right, King King is next. Oof! I mean, King man, dude. Like nice king, Keen is king, iconic. <laughs> yeah, his king. It's, it's it's an iconic. Even the the character design's iconic. Like, gotta be right. It's gotta be. He's a main eventer, no doubt about it. Gotta be right. Yeah, no question. I, like even like, if you're looking at the top grass grapplers in fighting games, it's the one two are you know people are gonna say Zangief. And King, that's like your one-two punch for like the top most iconic grapplers in fighting game history. It's, it's those two. So, the like you said, the design, the move list, you know, just people like doing the the the, the combo of just having them do all the wrestling moves. Like he's uh, he's entertaining. No Tekken roster is complete without King, man. So he's a main eventer. Kuma. What y'all think yeah, about Kuma? <laughs> Jobber? Yeah. Joe character. Anybody huh. anybody that's a clown in, 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 in this universe is a fucking automatic jobber. <laughs> I, I view Kuma and Panda as like the Scotty Tuhati of the roster. <laughs> <laughs> like he 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 has no business winning against like a main eventer, but Back in the attitude era, sometimes just out of nowhere, he 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 would get lucky or whatever. But yeah, Kuma and Panda are definitely jobbers. Definitely, and they're fun. You know, they're entertaining, they're amusing. But storyline wise, yeah, they're joke. They're joke characters. So, I'll, um, next up, we'll say Gunjack. Jobber. Mmm, Gunjack, a jobber. He... Yeah, he's. He's not really an integral. He, he's, they he's, literally clone him to fight like more. He's he's a soldier. He's a grunt almost. Like 
robot. Yeah, he, he he's a grunt. He just happened to be one of the rare few selected to be a part of the tournament stuff, you know. But if you saw what happened in Tekken, uh, in Tekken Five, how like you know Kazuya and Hihachi was able to go through all that, act like nothing. Come on now, that's job shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Eddie Gordo. Is he a main eventer or a mid carder or upper mid card? We know he's not a jobber. I I can't see Eddie Gordo as a jobber. Like I I feel like he's either main event or upper mid card. I I I can't decide which one of the two. I would say lower upper mid card. Lower mid card. Lower mid card. We got that that main event exclusive. Uh... It's just this character is literally like the the character for Capoeira. Like a whole martial arts style is known by this character. Like anytime anyone sees Capoeira, like, oh, that's like uh, Eddie Gordo from like, you know what I'm saying? Like, ah, dude, like uh, I want to say uh, I want to say main eventer, but in terms of the story, yeah, he he doesn't really do too much. He's uh, he's he's like a cool mid carder that like has great moves. And how would I how am I how am I gonna say this? I almost feel like Eddie Gordo's like almost like Booker T. You know what I mean? Like uh, he should be up there, but it's like he's so he's cool, cusp, bro. He's like on the cusp, man. I'm, like ah. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it is. I'm gonna say it is, and I want I, I just want to completely explain the reason why I gave him lower mid card. Right. Muffo came out as Tiger. All right, he's close to being a jobber at that point when you got to be a clown, you know. Tiger, uh, Tiger, Tiger is yeah. Tiger's a jobber, but Christie, Christie was a good little follow up. I like Christie, but that that's yeah. for another game. That's for four. Um, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna stick with mid card. I'm gonna stick with with I won't say lower. I think there is an appeal to Eddie Gordo with the Capoeira style, and I know story wise he isn't much for shit. But I think just the style and the way he plays, he's literally known as one of the button smash characters for fighting games. Like, oh, you're button smashing. <laughs> you 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 pick Eddie Gordo. Like, I don't know how to play Tekken. Just pick Eddie Gordo and just push buttons, and you might win. You know, like. And that's yeah. almost an any Tekken game unless you're going with uh, like you know uh, like a competitive player, you know what I mean? But uh, I'll, I'll stick with mid card. I, I, I agree. I'll, I'll say mid card. My heart wants to go main eventer with him, but I mean you're right. He, he's not. I I can't put him on the same level as like a Yoshimitsu as like a staple for Tekken. He's almost there, but not quite. All right, Eddie's a mid carder. I think I I don't know if Uncle Jack's gonna agree with that one. I, we might have to <laughs> 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 might have to visit that joy. So Eddie Gordo, Big Carter. All right, Brian Fury. Mm. Brian That's Fury, the rival, rival himself. Brian is nasty, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna say he's upper mid card. I'm going to say he's mid-card. In terms of, like... I think he's... For the Tekken heads, they love him. And I don't think he has too much appeal outside of that. Like, 
not like a classic Street Fighter character or anything like that. How am I, how am I gonna say that? He's like, I would say he's like you know Christopher Daniels from TNA Wrestling. He was like the Fallen Angel. He had cool moves and like he's great. He never got the belt. You know what I'm saying? He never he's never been on the level like AJ Styles went from like TNA Wrestling to becoming WWE Champion. Like Christopher Daniels is not gonna do that, even though he has just as much potential as AJ Styles. Like. He's solid. He's solidly in the middle. I would say Brian Furry is, is, is like mid-card to upper mid-card at times. What do you think, Oh, I agree. He's a mid-card. You know, mid-card. like, yeah, he's definitely not he, he's, he's flat. He's flashy. He's definitely flashy. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty sadistic in a sense where he, it's a, it's a charming characteristics, especially to the tech ahead and stuff like that, you know, but other than that, you know, he, he's definitely a mid-carder because he hasn't done enough to actually take, you know, you know, to, to contribute too much to the whole um, Mashima saga. And, mm-hmm. I mean, he's kind of he's kind of like he does his own damn thing, you know, and he starts his own wars. And plus, he's still got a rivalry with Yoshimitsu and stuff, you know. But other right. than that, you yeah. know, he, 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 there's nothing really, really too compelling when it comes to the story, you know, and it. And it's sad because even till now he doesn't have anything de- developed that's worthy of like you know him being like a main eventer, especially in the Tekken universe. You know, mm. people really like his uh, his winning pose. When he just punch. It's like a first person view. He just punches shit at you, laughing like he's just <laughs> yeah. violence, man. He's just violent. That's what people love about him. He's just violent, you know. He's like the <laughs> mid card of Steve Austin right now. He does whatever fuck he wants, and people love him for it. You know. Mm. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's see. Next up, Forest Law. Ah, man, that's my favorite character, but sad to say he doesn't have nothing to contribute to the whole Machine Saga, so he's going to have to be a mid-carter. <laughs> mid-carter? Okay, okay. Yeah. I, you know what? In a very similar scenario, I said that Sub-Zero is a main eventer, and Noob Saibot was like upper mid card just because of the bond he has with Sub Zero, and the fact that basically Bihan was a Sub Zero just by just by that association, he's upper mid card. I kind of feel the same way with Forrest as just a solid mid card because he is essentially just a protege of his dad. But yeah, the character itself is not very. People just want martial law. They don't care for Forrest like. Yes. He comes back in Tekken Tag, oh. and that's about it. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it, man. I, I, I'm going to say he's a jobber. He's a jobber. Forrest is a jobber. <laughs> I'm going to say he's, he's a only jobber. Been in two, he's only been in two games. Two games. <laughs> well, three. I think, what, uh, Tekken 3. Was he in Tekken Tag? The first Tekken Tag? He was in Tekken Tag. And Tekken Tag 2. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's been in three Tekken, games. Yeah, Tekken three and Tekken, the Tekken tag. After that, he's just, he's just out in the battle. Where the fuck he wants to do? <laughs> nah, no in trouble and running up his dad's <laughs> credit card. Nah, this, it's not like he's Gohan. You know what I'm saying? He's not like the Gohan. Like compared to Goku, he doesn't have his own. He's literally just younger Law, but less cool. Yeah. So, nah, he's a jobber. <laughs> I'm gonna say he's a jobber, but you you still have a mid card. 
I still have him as Ned Carter Man. because okay. you know, okay. I mean, he he's car- he carries on the legacy of his dad, you know, with the with his fighting style and stuff, you know. But That's true, yeah. he still does bitch shit. <laughs> I still I, I st- I'll give him shit. He's like he you know, martial. I mean, uh, yeah, Forest Law does bitch shit, but I still. <laughs> Yeah, carry, the, his fighting style still carries on his, his dad legacy. So maybe shit will change in Tekken Eight. We don't know. We'll see. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. All right. Next up, we got Anna. We got Anna. Now I know there's gonna be the comparison to her sister Nina, and I, we'll mention. We'll we'll get to her for the next game. But Anna by herself. What do y'all? How do y'all feel about Anna? By herself, I mean, say right. Any any game that she wasn't in, in all of them. Uh, nah, she wasn't in Tekken Four. That's true. In, uh, is she in? Uh, six? Was she in six? Yeah, she was in six. She was. Yeah, I don't think she, she was, was in. in and four, five. Oh, uh, we got. I gotta cheat. Okay, she was in six. Yeah, I mean, she's in seven. Everyone's in seven. Damn, Tekken three, Tekken two, Tekken one. Yeah, dude, she's been like in everything. Mm. Yeah. 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 Does she get butts and seats? I guess. By uh, mm. sex appeal, yeah. But by like performance alone, no, she's trash. <laughs> I'm gonna say she's mid card, man. Like, I, and only because she just pales in comparison to her sister. It's almost like you have um, what is it like the, the with the Bella twins, like Nikki Bella. Everyone knows her, but everyone forgets about the other one because she didn't date John Cena. Yeah, <laughs> that's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's mid card. Ruthless. Aggression. <laughs> yeah, man. She's mid card. Alright. Bad, bad, And uh, you know what? I'ma just we're gonna skip this character because we're gonna we're gonna come back from for another game. But let's go with let's go with Lei. Lei Wulong. Lei Wulong. Jackie Chan of, of, of Tekken. <laughs> uh, dude's a clown, but... He's fun. He, he, he's fun. His rivalry is really with no, nobody in particular, you know, I guess. Um, nah, that dude's straight Meg Carter. I, mean, like, I, I would say he's a jobber. But nah, not fucking man, that nigga's a job. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I like it. You know what? Just go right into it. <laughs> I like that shit. It's like you think about it, like you know what? Nah, you're trying to you're trying to raise the stock. You're trying to put him up there, but <laughs> this this dude. I mean, the Jackie Chan thing is cool. He is the best Jackie Chan clone character in like a fighting game, and it's cool. You can switch between the styles of him, but. You know what? He came back in seven, and it was just like okay, like I don't think it was that big of a deal that he came back per se. Like I don't know from what I saw of the internet and the remarks, like he was one of the more 
I guess like oh it's great that we it, like you know the fans kind of the hardcore cared but like nobody else outside like really cared that Lay was in the game so yeah nobody he was he was a less used character like I know in Tekken three I never fought a fucking Lay Wulong <laughs> nobody <laughs> fuck with him. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I like. The only time I thought I laid along was when, when it came when it came to CPU. That's Ooh. it. <laughs> I mean, people play him for the for the, his his little his cinematic endings, but other than that, it's like I love Jackie Chan, so I'll play Lay. Like that's really it. Yeah, no contributions to the to the Mishima saga. No. He has no contributions. He just does his own thing, and I don't even know why the fuck he's in the tournament in the first place. But okay. <laughs> yeah, damn, dude, Lay, Lay, Lay's a jobber, you know, and he loses in his his he loses in the cinematic endings too. Like he be he be getting beat up by other characters his own ending. Straight so. taking L's, man. That dude is a fucking uh uh. What, what, what's that uh? What's that one dude? Um, uh, uh, Jake, uh. Drake Murdoch or Drake Maverick? Yeah, he's Drake Maverick right now. Like that's how I see him. <laughs> Damn, dude, Drake Damn. Maverick, man, he just he he he. No, if, wait, if, is he the Ziggler? Is he the Dolph Ziggler of the Tekken franchise? No, man, not even that. Lower than that. Lower, lower than that, man. Like the dude is a fucking twenty four seven twenty four seven carrier champ. If there was a champion Ooh. like that for Tekken, that's exactly what he carries. It's twenty four seven. Twenty four seven. Damn, carries. dude. He, he you could even the not R- even hardcore. Hard- he's 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 our truth. He's the R truth of Tekken. No, right <laughs> <laughs> the R truth of Tekken, dude. Oh snap, man! Yeah, he's got style and pizzazz, and he, but it's yeah, he he has he has no real height in terms of the story or anything like that. So, all right, laser jobber. Next up, we got Nina. Talking about Nina, Nina, main eventer, main eventer freaking eventer. Right yeah, go in, go in. Why is she a main eventer? I mean, she's in opening cinematic stuff, and like you know, she's a, she's a hardcore assassin. Yeah, you know, um, inspiration of Uma from Uma Thurman from Kill Bill and stuff. You know, trying to reclaim her memory, and she does whatever she needs to do, and she has a the best rivalry with her sister and stuff, and her you know just her her appeal is deep in a sense, but at the same time, like you know. It's it's deadly at the same time because she's she got a lot, she got a few tricks up her sleeves and that bitch is able to man uh, man a bazooka and shit like that like you don't see right, a lot of women em. carry bazookas around. Tell them. <laughs> <laughs> oh snap! Yeah, I would say that Nina is probably okay. Is it fair to say that Nina is the most popular female character in Tekken? Who else? Um, Who else would even compare to her? Cause I, I I do main I do main her uh, back uh, back then she was my uh, she was my tech and tag pick along uh-huh. with uh, Jun, but I, I I I would have to say that you're fair to actually make that that, that uh you know that uh that claim that yeah she she's probably the the best main uh, um best woman in uh in Tekken. like it's either her or Asuka. But 
Asuka, let's be honest, Nina has the sex appeal. She's more in the trailer. She's more in the cinematic. You see more of the fan art. Like, people like Nina. You know what I'm saying? Like, Sarah Bryan from Virtua Fighter is a carbon copy of Nina. No one gives a crap about her. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And plus, like you said, the chops, like, she got them chops, man. Like, you can't, you can't beat those chops. Like, the one, one, and the, like, those shits are so fast. Like, she's got deli she like her her move sets just as deli as the male characters that's because i like nina yeah 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 she and, she, and she's got she's got grappling abilities it's almost comparable to king come on now like yeah whoop. and the, like you said the cool spy stuff how she can backflip front flip shooting guns grenade launchers acrobatics like yeah i nina's the whole package she's she i would say she's definitely probably I mean, uh, I don't know the audience. Maybe they can prove me wrong, but I think she's the most popular Tekken character, like in terms of like the appeal. You know what I mean? Uh, not just function, but just appeal in general. So she's a main eventer. She's definitely a main eventer. Next up, we got Paul. Ooh, Paul. I mean, everybody knows Paul, right? Everybody knows Paul. Everybody knows Paul. Oh. <laughs> Also been in every game. He he is the de facto American, like America. American. He's the American character. It's it's, it's he's Paul. A, he's a guile of a guile <laughs> of Tekken. Essentially, yeah, he's the guile of Tekken. Like he is based on all those like American, you know, all those American martial art films from the eighties, where it's always the. The white Californian guy who's good at jujitsu or ninjutsu or martial arts, and you know what I'm saying? Like that, it's like it's. I say Paul definitely main eventer. He is essentially your Ken slash Guile of the Tekken franchise. Like the red gi, the the the, the iconic hair. I mean, people cosplay that, you know, and do the fan art of his iconic hair and then his friendship rivalry with with with. With Law, I mean, those are a dynamic duo right there. That's like, they're like almost like damn Hardy Boys of the damn of Tekken franchise, you know? <clears throat> they go so well with each other. And then, I mean, of course, the, the, the Phoenix Punch. That, and I know it's not all about function, but come on now. That's like, that's your whole life bar um, that everyone tries to do for fun. Shits and giggles and landed. So I'd say Paul is definitely main eventer. Ain't a banner. Whoa. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. You got a counter? What's your counter, brother? What you got? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what you got? Because I know uh, he doesn't eat lore wise. I know he don't do have to do shit with the Mishima's I bought to uh, storyline. I know he, he really doesn't have shit to do with most of the storylines for real. For real. No, he he really isn't, man. Like just looking back at what he does and stuff, you know. And come on now. In Tekken 3, he was in a dojo with, uh, with, with Forest Law and Martial Law and try to do a backflip and failed at it and shit. <laughs> and, uh, um, uh, the dude was actually trying to take it seriously for Tekken 1 and Tekken 2 a little bit, but for Tekken 3, they just started making him a little bit of a clown. In his yeah, head, they did no make way. him a joke. That's true. And, um, um, yeah, he, his, he, his combat ability is fucking amazing and shit like that. You know, dude is strong as fuck, you know, and he, he has a little bit of a rivalry with Kuma and stuff you know but um, i guess I, I guess over time you know I, I, if we're staying within the Tekken three i could see him only being a mid carter but as to, as 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 progress 
that motherfucker just starts becoming a damn jobber. <laughs> oh. And, uh, yeah, because the motherfuckers out here talking about, like, you know, take that, you aliens and stuff like that. So, oh, he's, cons- he's, a, he, he's a conspiracist. He's, he probably would, <laughs> he probably would excite the riot, too. Just, <laughs> you know, like. Um, all watches Infowars. No. That's what you're saying. He watches yeah, Info. He yeah. takes his information, his news. <laughs> he gets his news from Alex Jones. That's exactly what he does. That's probably what he does on his spare time. He rides his motorcycle and gets his, <laughs> he listens to Alex Jones podcasts and some shit <laughs> on his rock bike rides and stuff. You know, but make karate um, great again. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, I would say he was a mid Carter from Tekken Three. But as time progresses, that motherfucker is straight up jobber. <laughs> Ah, uh, damn, dog. Uh, I, don't, I don't think I can do Paul like that, man. I don't know, bro. Is it, I mean, <laughs> and he does be losing a lot of shit. He does. I don't he, know. he takes L's. He takes he L's. He takes L's. He, I give him that. He's able to take an L and, and wear it proudly. <laughs> I don't know, but the fans love the, the fans love him. He's like that, I don't know, that lovable loser, but yeah. I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna put him mid. I'll put him mid card. Uh, you, you raise some good points. He storyline wise, he does take a lot of L's, and he is a lot of comedic relief for a lot of the stuff. So, ah man, I I can't put him as a complete jobber. I don't know why I like Paul a lot, man. Even though I don't main, I don't really play him that much. I just think he's he's like the Ken of of the Tekken franchise, except more comedic, but. I'll say he's. I'll say he's mid, lower mid card. Lower, mid, lower mid card. <laughs> Damn, you you said he was a jobber, man. The the let him go. The chopping block is real, brother. Let it go on. <laughs> All right, who we got? We got left. Um, I mean, do we even have to do gong? I mean, that's 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 a joke. Man. That's straight. That that's not even. We might have to throw it in. New category, gimmick. Gimmick. That's gimmick territory. <laughs> That's gimmick territory right there. Gone is like the horn swaggle of Tekken 3. Exactly. The gimmick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mokujin. That's another gimmick. Mm. I mean, he's known, yeah, he's a gimmick. Somewhat of a jobber because he's, he's known as a training dummy, so they're supposed to take L's. Right, right. <laughs> He's meant to take L's. So mm. he's, he's a training dummy. All right. Tiger, we, we discussed, was a complete jobber. And then we're going to get into... All right, let's get into Ogre. How do y'all feel about Ogre as a villain and, I guess, overall his presence in Tekken? Did, he, did, he, did they stick the landing with Ogre in Tekken 3? I think they did because he was pretty intimidating stuff, you know, but he was an easy fight. Like, I mean, if if you have somewhat good Tekken skills, stuff like that, that fight would be easy when it comes to mechanics. But when it comes to storyline wise, mm-hmm. uh, I would like to say he posed a little bit of as a threat. Um, and like it, it just took uh, it took because in Tekken three, it took Jin to turn Devil Jin to actually uh. I think it's, it, it took him out to take, to take him out, you know. So, but we didn't, there was no devil gen to be played with when it came to Tekken 3. So, mm-hmm. um, if anything and stuff like that, uh, I would say Ogre is probably 
Well, I will give them. Uh, I, I will give them. Um, not not much of a main eventer and stuff like that. I'll call it like kind of like a Goldberg type thing. You know, he's he's just there to just be there and then out, collect a check and get out. You know. <laughs> I mean, oh, man, Goldberg's not a main eventer. Goldberg is a main eventer, though, man. Like uh, he's, he's a main eventer, uh, but he collects a check and gets out. He, well, he he's not there every Monday. Yeah, he's, every day. <laughs> okay. he's just That's there. He, but he, gets out. he he's, does. He's a main like, eventer. Uh, he's, he's, he's a contract. <laughs> What's that thing that you bring out like during a show? But like, I forgot what it's called. The word for it. Opener? Is it an opener? Like it's something that doesn't happen all the time, but it's not like a big deal. But it's like, yeah, you, you hold on to it. Opener, like, yeah, I, th- I think an opener would would be a better way. Better way to describe like, him. That's a good point. Yeah, a show opener, you know. But then after that, that's it. It's, he's a tour because Ogre does, does not. He's his only lifespan is in only a Tekken three, Tekken tag, and second Tekken tag two. After that. I'm gonna give a fuck about him. <laughs> well, I mean, the fact that he's showing up in the new Tekken anime on Netflix that tells you something. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like he has more potential, but they don't. You know, he's kind of stuck in the past. Like, I don't think. Uh, I he's not. I don't think he's main eventer. I'll I'll put him. I'll put him as a as a mid carder as like a, a heel. He's a mid card heel who. Could have been top shit, but just gets over. Basically, your 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 Haichi is like Triple H, you know what I'm saying? And and you're like he just doesn't stack up to the rest of them. So he, he I'd say he's mid card. Fair enough. I think he's mid card. But Charles, what do you think about the character? You think you think he's a good character for the Tekken roster? His legacy? Do you think they nailed it with him, or you think like there's more? The, yeah, like the, the freak you bring out, right? Um. I like I like the way Orion was describing him. Um, I like the the freak that you kind of bring out, like the opener. Yeah. Um, but I feel like so I'm trying to think of like recognizable outside of the Tekken community. Mm-hmm. I feel like Ogre is one of them. Okay. Okay. The green skin, the ass, because it's not a lot of ass yeah, Tekken like, like characters like- in video games. Exactly, yeah. So that that part too, like crossing over in that part. So I'm like, almost like he was a pre Kodo Khan from Mortal Kombat. If you think about it, he had to come in after Haihichi, and it's just like, who the hell is this guy? Like, I didn't, you know, I didn't see him beat Haihichi to get, you know, to become the the new boss, or I didn't see him beat Kazuya to become the new boss. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's almost like he was the, the Kodo Khan before Kodo Khan. Like, now I think about, it, damn, did. The damn Nether Realm take that shit? <laughs> Not a thing, but like the Nether Realm take that shit from Tekken. Um, yeah, it, it, it's it's kind of like it's, it's like creating an alternate version, kind of like you know how uh, when Batiste is gone, WWE brings out Mason Ryan. That's that's Ogre. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly, it's like a, fill, like a filler that, that you don't mind. mind. He's a filler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe the news show yeah, will help that out, but. Version. Damn, you say he's great, great value. value. He's great value. <laughs> non, non-store brand, huh? He's, he's Dollar General. Damn, man. All he's, right, all right. He's Dollar General. He's mm-hmm. Department store brand. 
So I guess you know that that just leaves true ogre same sentiments as as ogre. Just I don't even know what to really think about true ogre because people rather see regular ogre than true ogre. If you're looking at like the design, the the, the design aesthetics and overall, like eh. Honestly, I don't really care about true ogres, but I still say he's mid card. Alright, he's just a task. He gets a pass. <laughs> no, he just he's he's just a task to handle because of the because of the situation stuff. He's just a task, you know. <laughs> Alright, gotcha, gotcha. He's like Brock Lesnar. He comes in when he really fucking wants to. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, cool, cool. Well, that's the whole Tekken three roster. I think we're gonna revisit this. This is the warm up because we're gonna do a part two, and you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do Tekken seven. We're gonna we're gonna oh, go shit. we're gonna do Tekken seven. We went to Tekken three. It just makes sense to do Tekken seven unless we do tag two into Tekken seven. But I wrote down all I wrote down already what we decided. I don't know if we, we may change our minds or whatever. But this is cool. This is fun. I, I kind of like the mid card, um, you know, wrestling rankings of, of video game characters. That's pretty cool. So we're gonna come back with Tekken seven for the for the finale of the Tekken series, and then. Who knows? We can do Street Fighter. We can do, I don't know, Final Fantasy. Whatever game that comes to y'all mind, Mega Man, whatever. Like you know, what I'm saying we can definitely we can do those two as well. So, well, to all y'all listeners out there, like I'm not trying to say I'm trying to do an open invite, but we y'all, whatever y'all talk about in behind the scenes, like Discord, the whole uh, actor and superstar, that's gonna spark up some controversy if we ever sat there and spoke about it because that right there that's like ooh. <laughs> ooh, we're gonna save that for an episode that, we, we're gonna have to get more that, people on for that one that, that's no longer barbershop heat that's cookout heat you know cookout leads <laughs> the fights <laughs> that's gonna give us the internet heat you know what i'm saying like who the hell are these negroes think they are saying that such and such is not an actor yeah yeah that's gonna <laughs> that might get us in some hot water and then also the perfect movie conversation too we i'm gonna save that one for another episode too for sure all right so just like i think less than 24 hours they released the they released the cutscene that was cut from the Batman featuring the Joker and Arkham in like a little interrogation scene with Batman. And, oh gosh, I forgot the, the actor's name. It's the actor who played Druid in the Internals. And I think he was in um, Don Kirk as well. But judging from the little four minute, five minute cutscene and the portrayal of the Joker, how do y'all think he did? Did the how do you think he did? First of all, let's just let's just cut into it right now. How do you think this Joker is in comparison to some of the previous ones? I know it's five minutes, but it, it's a it's good enough taste to kind of get a judgment of him. Well, how are y'all feeling this new Joker? I'll let y'all t- take a stab at it because I'm gonna reserve mine. I <laughs> I I actually don't didn't mind um. I don't think they're going to try and do something completely, uh, especially Matt Reeves himself. He doesn't really, just from his filmography, he doesn't reinvent too much. 
he like he's very big on grounding, but like reinventing and stuff. He's not really he doesn't he doesn't reimagine as much. Um, all the stuff that even with with Bruce, stuff that you could probably pick up from other versions of Batman, but he just kind of emphasized it. So for the psychotic uh, serial killer in a jail prison, it was pretty <laughs> it was pretty on brand for everything he did. Um, so. Oh, I didn't mind it. Uh, I I think if Matt Reeves did go there, I don't think he would. I think he'd rather tease everybody with that and not make a, a movie surrounding the Joker like they did with you know Suicide Squad and uh, Dark Knight. But um, he would probably just have a movie that the Joker was in. Like he wouldn't be a main main staple. Or just it's it's a lot like to try and do what a, a um Walking Phoenix did and Heath Ledger and. Right. Everybody wants. It's just he would never make like a movie that surrounds that, um, just because it, it's a lot to to write and re- reimagine the character again. Like all I want to see at this point is want to see Joker as a priest or something and just see that and see if that works out. Because to reimagine it as bad evil guy again, it's tough. It would be tough. So, um, I think the 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 the, the actor's already creepy. Just like the way Paul Dano. From, that played the Riddler is also creepy, so that part's pretty easy. Yeah. That's easy. He's creep. I I get creep vibes from him, but um, a reimagining or a comparison to the others is no point because he'll never get that much. Uh, he'll never get that much to work with. Mm. But uh, there'll always be the the idea of it that oh, what if they did this? And 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 Matt Reeves will just ride that that wave of everybody theorizing. Um, mm. it would be a it's a smart decision. He he, he probably won't make something that revolves around the Joker too much. You wouldn't. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Because, I mean, you're right about that in the sense that this, I don't want, no one wants to see another Joker, like a complete film about the Joker. We got Joaquin Phoenix. We're going to get Joker too. You know, we just finished up Jared Leto with the Snyder cut. And another Joker on the list is just like so redundant. So... Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, we, we don't need it, especially with Joaquin Phoenix right now. That would be a smart move not to do a whole film as the Joker dedicated. Uh, po- some of the positives, I did like the acid burnt look that he had because he did go into the acid uh, acid container. So I kind of like that realistic take on like, okay, it would burn your hair off. Okay, it would burn your skin off. You would, instead of like just bleaching your skin white, you know, more of that, like, oh, it, it burnt your skin. You know what I'm saying? So I did like that aspect. Like you said, that grounded realism part of it. I think someone said, or I'm not sure how truthful this is because it's the internet, but they basically say his his mouth is like that as a, as a birth defect. So oh, yeah, like, he okay. said in an interview, which was, I don't know who's running their PR. <laughs> I'm like, somebody <laughs> shut this man up. <laughs> what is he doing? He said in an interview, he said all, he like, let go of all that in an interview. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay, all right, that's that's realistic, cool. It's a birth defect, and you know, he already kind of have like I, you could totally tell when he puts on all the makeup or whatever, he's gonna look more menacing, whatever. But just I don't know the mannerisms, and it's just not enough to me personally. It's like you know, like you said, the psychopath clown killer. Like he took little bits and pieces from everybody else, but 
it's just really it's getting hard to be amazed by the Joker. It's it's starting to become like, you know, you know, you're starting to get more blase portrayals of him. And it's starting to get more harder to like, oh, what what's something new? What's something different we can do with the Joker? It's like Mark Hamill killed it. Jack Nicholson killed it. Heath Ledger killed it. That's three right there. And then Joaquin Phoenix just killed it. And even the Gotham TV series Joker, he killed it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's like five solid Jokers within the characters, like uh, like since it, the character went live action or whatever, right? And then you want to go, uh, gosh, uh, Cesar Romero with the Adam West, you know, for people who like that. So it's going to be hard to find new ways to make the Joker appealing and feel fresh. And kind of like what he did with Batman, this Joker kind of took bits and pieces of what's already established. And it, to me, it's just meh. It's not groundbreaking. I I wasn't. I was more interested in the Riddler's interrogation scene where he kept saying Bruce Wayne. Like that was more. You know, that was a much better scene than what this was. Like it was. It, you know, it's a it's a teaser concept, I guess, but. I don't think we need him, man. It's a pass. I was upset when I saw him in the film, and I really don't. The less we see of more Jokers, the better. I think let's try to... He sells so much. It's hard not to feature him, but let's space him out. Like, we should wait till, you know, at least build up anticipation for the third film. Like, oh, who's going to be the Joker? Like, oh, my gosh. Who's going to, you know, at least build it up. You gave it to him. You gave us to him in the first movie with the teaser, and then you gave a cutscene of him. It's just like it's just too much. It's overexposure. At least space it out. So that's my thoughts on it. I, I give the I give it like a five out of ten. And just from the five, I don't want to see this character. I don't want to see this patrol. I don't want to see this character. I'm good. Give me Joaquin Phoenix Joker two and whatever else. Oh, Mark Hamill's retired. But yeah, this is this is pretty. It's not as worse as bad as I guess Jared Leto because this is more. Safe, definitely is more safe. Jared Little went there and just, it just I don't know. It's just a bad direction, in my opinion. But this was just not that great. I, I, it's very passable, a very mad pass, passable uh, take on the character. What'd you got? Oh, fasten your seatbelt. No pun intended. Oh, damn, man. He just... He just looked at you. Freak. Since we're already in a Batman... Since we're already in a Batman shit, past the UC belt, no end up like a 14-year-old. I know, that was pretty dark. (laughs) Man, that's that security forces humor. That's that military humor that just came out of right there. (laughs) Go ahead, go ahead. Damn, dude. Uh, I'm jokering. Uh, uh, there, is there is there such thing as exhausted exhaustion? I'm joker exhausted for multiple mm-hmm. reasons, but mm-hmm. primarily because of what Hollywood is doing with the Joker. I'm exhausted. They're not bringing anything new to the table. This whole shit they did with the, you know, with with, ba- uh, with Batman visiting this Joker and stuff like that, and him coming off outside. We've seen this. We've seen mm-hmm. it. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. We, how many times can somebody come off with a do? <laughs> no, that we're, we're done. We've we've seen that enough, you know. Yep. I think if we're going to reboot Batman, 
in different ways, and we're going to reboot Catwoman in different ways, and we're going to reboot uh, the villains, you know, uh, 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 such as the Riddler and uh, uh, who else was rebooted? Uh, um, Penguin. Uh, Penguin and uh, and and other films prior to that stuff. Uh, what's it? Um, shit, my mind is going away right now. Um, uh, Two Face. Uh, Two Face was 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 portrayed pretty pretty nicely. Uh, what was the other one? The rustler looking guy. Um, Bane. All right. So, oh, Bane, Bane, yeah. Bane, Bane, yeah. Bane. Okay. So, all right. So we've seen his re- reboot portray- portrayal stuff like that. So I was like, all right, Joker. We can only see him so many times. We've seen him as the sadistic jo- uh, clown killer and stuff like that. We've seen him as the gangster clown killer with, to, uh, with Harley Quinn's uh, boyfriend, and we've seen the 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 mentally ill Joker and stuff like that. And now we're looking at a burnt victim, acid, acid burnt victim Joker. So that's it. All right. How about if we go ahead and change the ethnic background then, you know, Mm. I I think it's time. (laughs) I really think it's time. I'm down for a black Joker. I'm down with even Hispanic Joker. I'll take Hispanic Joker. (laughs) Okay. You know, okay. You know, like I said, I'm Joker. You know, like like a serious, like you know, you're a Latin killer. Like them them mm. cartel shit. Like you know, bring Joker in a cartel kind of ways like that. Like that's main Joker right there. It's like oh, that's Joker. You know, like I'd love change. that. Yeah, like let's change let's change the ethnic background of Joker. If we're gonna keep rebooting shit like that, we've seen that see, five five iterations of the sadistic clown one. Let's change him up a bit. Let's change Joker. Let's try. If Hollywood wants to go ahead and take a shot at the, uh, take random gambles at shit like that, let's change Joker up. Give us a black Joker. Give us a fucking Hispanic Joker. You know, shit. I mean, like, I don't care, man. Like, shit. You came up with an Asian hacker named Joker. I don't care. Let's just change him up. <laughs> Give me something. You know, I would Give love that. Different. I- you know, let, let's change it yeah. up. If you want me to, because like I'm Joker exhausted. We we've seen this shit. We, we we've seen it enough. You know. Yeah, yeah. This is the kind of clown shit. So it's like let's just change it up. If Hollywood wants to take chances, oh, we didn't want to cast uh, w- 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 what's her name? The the Catwoman's actor actress name? Uh, uh was it uh Zoe Kravitz? Zoe Kravitz, stuff like that. Yeah. The reason why they didn't want to cast her as Catwoman because she was too urban, but didn't they cast her for this Batman? You know. I said, all right. Mm-hmm. So if you want to, if if you technically you want to call that urban and stuff like that, then give us another different, give us a different Joker, give us a different Joker. Then you know, continue with that, the dark theme. Wow, that would at least get me like, okay, I'm interested to see how this will turn out. Like, I have no interest in seeing this like at all. This take none. No. Like and after Joaquin Phoenix, like I'm like I'm good. Like I don't need like you said. We've seen this so many times. Uh, apparently, there is sort of a black Joker on the Batwoman TV show, but um, if you want to make that one count, because it's the Batwoman TV show. Yeah, that, I mean, so, I, yeah, I, I, I that's not going to work that, for you, reason, brother. But that's the reason why I said, let's give give us a Hispanic Joker, like a fucking cartel like Joker. Like, and it's bro. so funny you said that, because <laughs> that would fit so well in the Suicide Squad in, um, universe. What they were trying to do with Jared Leto, mm. a Spanish Joker would have been beautiful there. Like a oh, cartel, you know what? That, Joker, that would have like I would have shit. <laughs> that would have fit perfect. I mean, that's what they were trying to do. Like I'm like, why is he talking? Like he's 
Yeah, like, man. Like, if he's gonna be a sadistic clown, it's like it's like if you name this guy Joker and he doesn't have to put the green hair, he doesn't have to put on the the, the fucking. He's his name is Joker. This is Joker. Let's <laughs> Nigga, let it go. You should be scared of him. You know, he's cartel affiliated. <laughs> he don't fuck around. Ah <laughs> uh, shit! You know, and yeah, you, you say that. I never picked up on that. It's like, yo, like if they would have picked like a Hispanic actor and modified that role a little bit, that might have worked exactly for the Suicide Squad. Now yep, I think about it, it. perfectly. Yeah, the flashiness of it with the le- the yeah. pink Lambo, all that would have fit with a with a Spanish gangster. Like, yeah, like, mm-hmm. like, I got this. It's like it's a it's a that. A fuck with this white bitch named Harley. Psychotic as shit, eh? He loco. But hey, I'm, I'm having fun with her. She's fucking shit. Uh, Yo, her no. head is crazy, eh? <laughs> <laughs> she fucking oh, loco, shit. eh? Fucking oh, Batman, man. eh? Oh, shit. That's funny as hell. And I, be... I, 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 I say, I say, I say, Batman, you want to play a game? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I, yeah, oh, I would God. love that. I would just love that. Even like, man, I'd love that. I'm sorry, that, I'd that, love that. That's the Suicide Squad. That's what they're going that's for. It. The energy and, and the, 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 the energy. And, like yeah. that's it. Oh, my God. That would have been, you see? Got to put us in the, in the place and pay us, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, that was an easy fix. It's like no. Nah, that's why I p- said, "Yo, that's geez. why I said, fasten your seatbelts because we need a different direction of Joker, and I would fuck with that Joker." <laughs> oh my gosh, the merch! Oh, the okay. merch! I'd you redesigned the logo, uh, and yeah, I'd like to that see would, so that killed. would be perfect for Suicide Squad, obviously. No. Yo, Suicide I would Squad. like to see what you would do with the Black Joker, because a Black gangster would be like. But I don't know. I, I feel like that would. I, it's very hard for that not to fall stereotypical. So I'm very interested in what a black Joker would like. What would he be like? A, a like a <laughs> almost like a. Are well, you gonna put like a crump crump clown type feel to him? Like crump clown or or clown, uh, yeah. deaf poetry kind mm. of thing. But that that that's sticky because then you know, I'm guessing like deaf poetry. First thing I think of is like. Activist, so, so like oh, I don't know. Man. I'm just trying to see what the character would look like as a black Joker. It would. I, 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 I don't know. I'm trying to see how it would uh, look. Are you saying you're trying to get Saul Williams to be casted as the Joker, yo? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Saul Williams. It is. Uh, yeah. Oh, death poetry where he. His poetry, literally, like he does what he says in his poetry or whatever. Like, that'd be sticky. That'd be sticky. I feel like it, it so would turn the Riddler, uh, poems, and the poems I mean, actually happen. I mean, they could do that, or he could be a hood joker. They'd be on hustling on the streets, playing the cards in the in the, in the, in the sidewalks and stuff like that. Street street hustle stuff like that. So you go oh, pick car, pick car. Where the joker's at? Where the joker at? That ain't the, the joker. joker the... Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Gosh. Oh, it's similar to Maybe penguins. Like a uh, penguin's rise to the top of the, to the top of the underworld, like a a hood Joker's rise to the top of the, of Gotham's underworld, something like that. That can make it pretty good. Um, he, he, you know, a black Joker's gonna have dreads. He's gonna have dreads. Gonna wear a hoodie. Uh, if that's the version we're going with, hoodie. He's gonna have damn purple and green jays. 
<laughs> but that would be yo, okay, Orion. All right. But that would be a dope juxtaposition to the white rich Bruce. I like a hood mm. joker to the white rich. I mean, there's. Yeah. I mean, it might be too much. I don't know. Sometimes you know. Sometimes when you write in something that something that's too much for people, that one yeah. might fall yeah. on too much. So actually, yeah, because um, they give Jared Leto a lot of shit, and just imagine, yeah, and especially nowadays, like, oh my god, Hispanic. I'd love, I, funny enough, I'd love to see that. Ben had a Hispanic Joker. Like, well, y'all calm down. Like, Ooh, Black Catwoman. Oh, my God. It's like we had Eartha Kitt in the Adam West series. Y'all calm your fucking <laughs> we, 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 panties I mean, in a we, bunch. We sat there. We played with the same Joker multiple times and stuff like that. Like, you know, and on top of that, if Batman's supposed to take place in a different dimension or a different universe, if we want to play the dimension game and stuff like that, or the mm-hmm. whole yeah. universe and shit like that, yeah. then go ahead and play around with the Joker, man. Because we already had, like, you know, you know what, call. Put me on that racist card, shit like that. But I said, like, man, we had too many white jokers. Let's play yeah, around. I know, no, hundred percent. I'm afraid. Dead. I'm afraid of. I'm afraid of them penning a black joker. I'm afraid of people penning a black. Joker. I, I would. I, I'm afraid of them penning a black joker. I'm just straight up. I'm afraid of. I, I feel like they'd ruin it and like ruin the chance of that character. You know, I feel like we always get so many few shots to do something, mm-hmm. but they fuck it up like royally. I feel like they just go royally. like. Full Michael Bay <laughs> stereotypical, <laughs> like oh, I feel like they'd fuck it up no, so bad. But I no would love nuance. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love like a like a a mirror reflection of like Bruce Wayne's uh, white rich person versus like this hood Robin Hood like like yeah. character from Gotham. Oh, that'd be oh, yeah, I'd love. You know what's you know what's funny is that I'm surprised they actually haven't done that in the comics. I'm like, surprised they haven't. You it's know a what brilliant idea. It? We just got Batman, essentially. So uh, maybe Joker is on his way. But yeah, if you think like, about all the multiverse and different dimensions and realities, like that's never been done on paper, on print. Yeah. Like yeah. before. Very interesting. <laughs> it would yeah, be good. It would be a good character study. Multi multiple background of jokers and shit like that, man. Like I, I could just I mean if you were to do a black joker and shit like that, he come out there, it's like yo, dead ass Batman, suck my dick. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude. It is dope because there's a there's those uh there's my, my artist for for Kingdom Comes he's from Brazil and he's talk, always talking about how um that uh Batman is just you know, he, he keeps the order but the order doesn't favor everyone. I always thought that was like a mm. deep, a really interesting take on like what he takes from Batman. That ca- Batman was trying to restore law and order, but the order mm. doesn't, doesn't favor everyone. It favors certain people. So I would love to see that yeah. kind of nuance of a, of the you know Joker, the you know, and he's trying to tear down kind of what Bane was trying to do at the the last act of Dark Knight Rises. But it was it got kind of weird. I'm like, uh, what is this? What is martial law? Like, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> but um i would love to see that in like a large like that'd be dope actually that's a really good idea right that's a good idea man like, <laughs> that's a really that, good that, idea <laughs> someone at dc comics who listen to this man. Shit, bro, fuck, you know what i mean don't trust them <laughs> no, they suck oh well you know what we won't we won't say it's the joker we'll say the prankster or some stuff like that you know what I'm like, i guess they can give it a different name yeah i guess so yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll, we'll rename it. And say, oh, we we know that's a Joker. Oh, we know that's Batman. An original character. Batman. We'll do an original, original character. character. <laughs> yeah, that would probably I mean, make an original character. Real good. 
I mean, why, why can't we have a character that's always shuffling in the deck and stuff that he keeps pulling out? It's like, yo, find a joker, find a joker. And then it says, yeah. and then his, 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 his punchline is like, they draw a card. It isn't a joker. And it says, I said, oh, I didn't get the Joker, but you got me, and he the muffin catches hands. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's a Joker. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> nah, dude, that would be hilarious, bro. That would be hilarious. I'm surprised you didn't say, I could see almost Bane being a, a brother, so to speak. With the, with from the, the, with the, from, with the Tim's yeah. on and like a, a New York cap. <laughs> a Gotham, a Gotham Yankee cap or whatever with the luchador mask, like dead ass, dead ass Batman, you know, something like that. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, Bane could be ski mask all day, you know, like on Bane, nigga. Fuck. What's good? I mean, that's what they you know, I was in the league, right? Uh, Liberator. The League of Shadows is like the Foot Foot Clan now. It's no longer in in, in Japan. The League of Shadows would literally be like in the shadows, people doing. Like prison boxing and shit like that. <laughs> oh man, dude! But go ahead, Charles. I think no. I said that's what they're trying to do with Bane, right? As the liberator, they tried to make him like a liberator, um, for Doctor Nagrises, like he was liberating Gotham, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was gonna blow the damn thing up. You, all that shit was <laughs> I mean, he was gonna fuck everybody up anyway. <laughs> that shit was a damn facade. I am your liberator. We yeah, turn, we turn the power to the people, and then I'll blow you all up as an example. Like he was full of shit, dude. <laughs> uh, amazing, amazing. Uh, but that's 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 you know that's the training that they have. You know, they the you know what I'm saying that's perfect. It's like oh the people get misinformed and they think these leaders are for them. And it's like you're just I'm just delivering a message, and I'm just using mm-hmm. you as a as a gateway for that. So. Great manipulation. That I mean, that's that's to me, that's a cool example of some like hardcore villain, where you know, doing all that, yeah. talking all that shit, and it's like he actually will just blow your ass up, and and you think he's for you, for the people. So, but yeah, man. Oh, you you on you cooking some good heat, man. You talking that talk, bro, for real. <laughs> oh man, we, we we they need to hire you on uh, Warren. We need to get you on the Warren Media lot, and you just start talking people. <laughs> we're, we're gonna snake you in. Me and Charles gonna cause a distraction Damn at the right. front gate. Say, hey, hey, I auditioned for the Milestone Initiative. I didn't get my email, <laughs> and then you sneak you on the one <laughs> on the one block. It's another Batman movie. They all run. <laughs> <laughs> you stole this from my script. <laughs> and Ryan sneaks in through the front. Oh snap! <laughs> Get you on there, I mean, man. They missing, they, they're missing a lot of opportunities, man. Like I'm seeing Warner oh, Brothers, like, oh, that's the, yo, that's the best opportunity. I should have capitalized. Should have capitalized. They took that one, you know. I don't know what yeah. they're gonna do with the Blue Beetle and shit like that, man. But I got some ideas. And I wish them best of luck for all these other stuff because they're they got their they like they're half into the Snyderverse and they're half out. Like they don't know what the fuck. Like they want to be you know restore the snyderverse it's like we don't want to but we're going to continue since he started and it's like well what's your vision what are you building all this stuff to it's like we don't know it's like what do you mean you don't know <laughs> like is it justice <laughs> league 2 are we getting uh shazam and black adam and superman all in one movie is that what like what are we doing here it's like we're still throwing stuff out there to see what hits like well how's that handling for you how's that you know what i'm saying doing for you right now like they they definitely need a clean they need they need to clean up their act a bit and
find out the cells. Like, let's try to get the other heroes over. Let's try to. I know Aquaman's over and Wonder Woman's over. Let's. I don't know. They got to figure some things out because they, they, they got their half. It's like they're half in and half out, and they're a little bit misguided right now. Marvel, the MCU is really, literally going to beat the Flash to like multiverse. Like, it's just crazy, Everything, man. Bro. They've beaten oh, them to every like. There's no need for Green Lantern because we have the Nova Corps is probably gonna come up before Green Lantern, and we have Captain Marvel. You know what I'm saying? Like they're beating them to all their like to like when we see no no Doctor Strange no no Doctor Strange yeah Doctor Strange is gonna be like oh we see Doctor Fate with DC and Black Adams like we already seen Doctor Strange you know where they're beating them to the punch of all like the the thematics and the ideas and the themes and. When we crazy. see DC finally do it, it's like, you're late. Marvel already did this. Even if DC did it first on print, <laughs> they're still late on yeah. film. And that's where it counts. Mostly it's film. It is. It's so funny. I remember when, like, MCU was, like, it was just, I think, after Ultron and everything. I'm like, yo, DC, <clears throat> they did just put away all the bureaucracy and all the yellow tape. Cash in on your shows. This is before any of the Marvel shows started, because obviously Marvel was smart enough to know that's the next move. Mm-hmm. Cash in on your shows. Whether people like, love CW or not, it was Game of Thrones, Walking Dead, and then The Flash for viewership yeah. in the yep. U.S. Cash in on your shows. Put them in your universe. Let them know it's connected. And so you can start p- let people like engage in your content more that... The, these shows mean something. It's going to lead up to something. These movies mean something. It, you get million a million viewers every week watching The Flash. Like All you have to do right. is make sure you capture that. How do you do that? What do they do? They wait too long. Marvel throws all, gets a bunch of shows. They connect them to their universe. <laughs> and then this is like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Let's do a cameo with The Flash in The Flash. <laughs> You're too late. <laughs> You're too late, bro. <laughs> You're too late. They had, they had the shows. Whether... People love these um, CW or not? They still they, the Arrow was getting millions of views every week. Flash, that's true. All those shows were getting yep. millions of views weekly. That's people that will pay you money to for you to tell them that oh these shows are connected to our movie universe. But no, so these are simple yeah. things that you know. I, I don't know how TV and I know Marvel TV had an issue with like Shield and stuff like that. But I mean they've gotten rid of it now, haven't they? <laughs> It's not yeah, an they, issue anymore. They didn't take that shit seriously. That was just that's the money's at man. And they, 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 an now they're gonna make the flash with. I don't know how well this movie will go. Um, it's but, not gonna be good. We just got No Way Home. We're gonna get into the Spider Verse right? too. There you go. And we're getting Doctor Strange too. So we got different realities. We got we got uh, we got cameos, superstar, megastar cameos. They're being they're getting beats the punch in all aspects of Everything. that movie. So two Batman's not enough. Now people want they want Batman No Way Home. You know what I'm saying? Like we want all four Bat. We want all the Batman in one film. We want them to talk and dress each other up. I want to see that shit. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It's too late. Like you said, it's too late. It is. It is. It is too late. And and here's something that uh, you know you and I talked about, Dion. That like you know like how you know people have a problem with certain sequels and stuff like that. But what? What these people fail to realize is, like, you know, especially these giant corporations in these suits and stuff. But it's like, you know what? You have an, op- you have an opportunity to employ people, so why not fuck put these ideas to use? You know, yeah. like get a full production on, like, you know what, what DC should be at. You know, like, you know, they're missing. DC is definitely missing a train on a whole lot of stuff. It's not like saying it's too late, 
because fans are going to pay regardless. You would have four Batmans on the screen or multiple Jokers on the screen or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck, multiple Flashes on the screen or like that. Motherfuckers will pay. Yeah. If not, my mm-hmm. double. I'm a, motherfuckers are watching Spider-Man 10 times. I'm like, I, I mean, I remember I met a guy. He's like, yeah, I watched Spider-Man 10 times. He said, does mm-hmm. Spider-Man? I'm like, yeah, I watched it 10 times at a movie theater. So that, you look at it, you average it about like $15 a ticket, you know, <laughs> after yeah. that name. And he's getting the Blu-ray. <laughs> I'm like, it's crazy, said, man, because... Hollywood, man, y'all better get your shit together, but you got to get DC on the, mar- on, on, the, on the map again. Yeah, It's fear, man, because like, and that's something that, I mean, that's where Marvel won, right? They took a chance on Iron Man. Because mm-hmm. I, I, if I recall, like, they were about to, that this was like a last stop, <clears throat> shit, um, ditch effort. But I mean, they didn't spend, how much, Iron Man was less than 100000 to make. Hmm? Oh no! Oh. It was more than was like one sixty or thousand. I mean, no, dude, that, that's in the millions, dude. Iron Man, no one, way. Iron Man one budget. I, don't know. I mean, it won't, be, is... it won't be packed, but even oh, the marketing yeah. budget alone will probably won't tell you everything, but it'll give you an idea. Iron Man one budget. What was it? Uh, I could have sworn they said it was a uh... sixty or seventy oh, million. I said, 80, 80, 100, I said 80, <laughs> I meant like eighty million. I made it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, wait, I was about to say ain't no way, bro. 100K yeah, would get you that, it was bro. like 80 million. <laughs> if, if, if it was 100,000, that'd be fan films for us, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm at 80 million, which is still low for a big budget film. 80 million dollars. Yeah. yeah, you could have done that. Like, take your risk, make low budget and take a risk. Like, you couldn't have done. I remember I made a and this is completely side note. I made like uh, I made a game for Zynga for um. You know, they made words with friends and something with friends. That's like their thing. They own the with friends. I made a game. It was like a number game. And I want to call them with friends. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they own with friends. I wasn't able to do it. I met with the president. Oh, yeah, this game's really good. But if you don't have like a following already, um, like since they're a public company, they can't take risk like that. So like mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's what this. No wonder y'all don't innovate. But, but they kept logging into the game. Like mm-hmm. I was watching it for weeks after the the people from Zynga would still because they were they had their domain address at zones at uh, zynga.com. I could see it. I'm like, why are y'all logging into a game you're saying isn't good enough to take a so I took the game down. <laughs> but <laughs> um, but no, but that's the way they think. It's like, oh, we're a public company. I'm guessing Warner Brothers, all that shit's a public company, so they won't take a risk on something. And I guess that's risky that you have you have a show that has millions mm-hmm. of viewers. Every week, I guess that's risky to try and merge these two universe, but man, I don't it, know. it's not just Warner. It's all of Hollywood is like risk. They don't want it's safe. The everyone wants to play the safe. So let's get safe money. You know, they got the we got these guys who do a fifty million, hundred million, whatever, twenty million dollar investments and in projects. And yeah, they want a return on investment. They would they rather do so crazy. I just made them put into something like Aliens. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's something new. Made them take the risk on Iron Man. I mean, Iron uh, Man's obscure. He was a C, 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 yeah. D grade character. Iron Man, like, what made them take the risk on Iron Man? That's why I'm so curious because uh, one, one year removed from Spider Man three, I guess superheroes are still growing. But I mean, you're right, Iron Man and the event, all of them were C and D listers. No one, no one cared about these characters, like you said. Yeah, wild. But yeah, otherwise because it shifted everything. Once Iron Man happened, it shifted completely, shifted mm-hmm. everything around. So it's so interesting that um the things they do take risks on, and I guess it, it has to do with like like who's pitching it and like who you can get attached to it. 
and shit like that. I guess that that has to do with it, maybe. So. Yeah, it does. Like it, it, it like depends on your producer, your staff, executives. Who do you have attached to the project? And definitely, like, oh, this guy, he, oh, I know he does great work. He's good with numbers. Da 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 da. Oh, well, I'll feel a lot better with him on it rather than somebody else who's less inexperienced. You know what I'm saying? It's all about. You know, oh, I play golf with this guy. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you $30 million for Iron Man 3 or Iron Man 1. You know, it's it's literally like, oh, I play golf with this guy. Or, hey, he wishes me a happy birthday. Like, sure, let's do it. Like, it's really, it could be that simple, man. Like, <laughs> it's, it's some of the stuff I'm learning right now um, in school. I imagine. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's literally about just how comfortable you feel and the connections and networking and you know, risk management. Some some care about numbers. Some are like I just like you, so I will invest in this for you. I don't, some is just a cool factor. It's like I'm attached to this thing. I did a cam. I'm in, and I'm in. I'm in the film and the cameo. Like you know, it's it's a glamour thing. Like oh, making movies. Like I'm a part of it. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. But when it comes to Hollywood, why not? Like it's just you know, it's all about the dollar um, for the most part. And it's just they don't want to take the risks on this stuff. And that's where. Almost like the comic books, the independent scene has to kind of show it like, hey, this concept can be done. And then they're like, oh, maybe it can be done, you know, and then they'll do like a bigger, you know, release on said concept. But it's crazy, man. It it really is. Um, DC, is, I mean, I wish them the best love because they're the discovery merger is going to happen and maybe that will turn a ship around. It's not good if Disney just dominates, you know, it's. The Yankees won the World Series every year. Is baseball interesting? Or, you know, the Lakers or Celtics win every year. I mean, I, damn, t- like, that doesn't really happen anymore. Let's just say, like, LeBron <laughs> James wins every year. You know what I'm saying? LeBron yeah. James wins every year is really interesting. Or Steph Curry wins every year. You need, you need competition. You need, you know, it's just best for us consumers so we don't just get force-fed stuff that, you know, that we consume. You know what I'm saying? Because ultimately, if we didn't buy it, they wouldn't make it. And that's that's honestly the most horrible part of it. It's like, we want all this. We say we want this originality, but, you know, we don't go out and consume it. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just, I know you could say, oh, it's 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 propaganda or, you know, it's, it's brainwashing or we're just so accustomed to it. And it's like, nah, you just, you're just comfortable going to see the fifth one of this rather than the new movie. <laughs> just... It is what it is. If the the money wasn't in there, they'd be like, hell no. Like, I'm not making this film. Like, why? No one saw the last one. Like, I'm not doing that. Like, no, we showed up and there was some kind of return investment. So ultimately, sadly, it's it's the consumer's fault. (laughs) It's the consumer's fault for some of it, for a little bit more of it than we think. It's not just all the, uh, the big companies, man, but. All right, my rant's done. That's a good point. My rant's done. Go on with your bad self. I'll see you. (laughs) Yeah, but what you got, oh? Because I know you um you've been in the back for a bit, man. I know, man. You guys hit on every uh, every every topic, you know, like hit the nail on the head with everything else. And I was like, these companies, I don't know, man. you're right. I, I look at it as a two-way street in a sense. Stuff you know, these companies mm-hmm. are afraid to take. No, they'll, they'll. Some of them would t- be afraid to take the risk. Some of them would stuff like that. 
it's almost like the consumers at the same time. Like they'd be afraid to take the risk of spending fifteen dollars and come out with an L, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. So I mean, you know, because like you and I, you know, you and I, we did that, man. We watched a couple of horror flicks. What was it? Uh, Halloween and uh, it's green. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was like we did. We paid. We paid them the money. You're right. We we, we bitch about it, but guess what? They got our money, and they're gonna do another one. Like it worked. Yeah. In the end, we complain it, about it, it, joking on it, but the joke's on us. You know, we paid for it. Yeah. Now they got the last laugh. We might be laughing at the motherfucker film, but they got the last laugh. You know, and I'm like, you know what? They, you know what? I'll take this L and I'll put it on my Christmas tree for next year. You know. <laughs> but other than that, man, like no, like these companies, it really depends, but. D- you know, WB is in a good spot to take risk. I don't know why they're not doing so. Like, like HBO, I shit- think it's on HBO Max, man. Uh, Movie wise, I don't know, but on HBO Max, they, 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 I think they take some, some decent risks. I mean, yeah, because I, I get, I, I, dude, I was, I was like, all right, John Cena with his own peacemaker shit, and I gave it a shot, and like, no, oh, I loved it. As corny mm. as it was, it was, and even watching the intro video, I was like, I already know this is gonna be shit. <laughs> but I stuck it out. I'm like, yo, Peacemaker is dope. <laughs> I like it, you know. You know, so yeah. I mean, WB is like in a better spot to do. So I was like, you know, man, they can go ahead and toe the soap with with with, uh, with MCU if they just kept on pushing, you know. And mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, what what, are their, what what's lacking on the department, but I'm willing to give WB some money if they fucking do it right, you know. I mean, yeah. fuck. Like damn Batman, like that's that's an easy win and stuff like that, man. I don't know. Like Superman just never appeals to me, and it, def- it never does anything for. for I mean, uh, it's been on the silver screen multiple times and stuff like that, but it just doesn't do anything for me. And I gave him some money, and I'm like, "Yep, Superman doesn't do it for me, and that ain't gonna work for me, brother." But uh, <laughs> Batman always, <laughs> Batman always had to always got the dub with me and stuff like that. I've always enjoyed, but Batman in the big screen, you know, uh, Suicide Squad. I gave it, a, I gave it a chance on the big screen, and. Uh, the first one was oh, all right, you know, but then when James Gunn took over the second one, I'm like, all right, okay, see, y'all could do it, you know, y'all capable of doing it, you know. Mm-hmm. Did you yeah, give so uh, Aquaman like, any money? I didn't give Aquaman no money. <laughs> did you watch? Did you see Aquaman yet? Yeah, I did. I did see you, Aquaman. You didn't and, care for uh, it. Uh, no, nah, you didn't care it, for it. it, 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 it <laughs> just like I didn't care for Wonder Woman. I gave I gave Wonder Woman some money, and I'm like, I didn't care for it. You know, the like, first one or the second two one? or the second one? First one, both. Oh <laughs> man! You know what? I've been trying to see how I can format this. I probably should talk to Dion. You'd be smarter. This I'm trying to do like like this thing where because I, I I feel like Wonder Woman <clears throat> had such a better effect if he took out Ares. Well, I would have loved like she fought Ares or whatever, and like you realize he can't die. Mm-hmm. Um, that because war is in our nature. Like mm-hmm. I would have loved something like that rather than whoa, I'm the god of and then the fire and the <laughs> the mm-hmm. thunder shit. Yeah. I would have loved like because it felt like it was grounded like that. What she's talking about how they have to pull back from man, and then for them to go that route with the the third act huge i'm like this doesn't even fit what's happening i thought they were really gonna try and like um like say like aries can't be killed because war is in human nature to to war and to destroy things i would have loved that as like a film um rather than the electric i can you know i'm saying all that shit 
But um, yeah. But uh, that's where Wonder Woman fell for that. That's where it fell to a seven for me. Um, uh, the second one, well, I don't want to talk about that. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, well, you, you 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 hit on that because that could have been written out. That could have been written upon, and sometimes mm-hmm. W will miss the train. I was like, they they will miss it. I'm like, like I even try like to see how I could try to fix Superman, and I'm like, Oof, that's a that's a tall order. <laughs> Superman oh, is difficult. Man. Superman is difficult. It should be I, easy, it's, but it's, it's difficult. It's, hard, it's so it's, it's very, very difficult. I, I couldn't fuck with it in film. And even if they were to do a new a video game of it, it'd probably mm-hmm. flop. But like, you, you're going to give Black see, Superman a we see more. We see more Marvel games in, in DC. Yeah. Are you going to give Black Superman a chance? I'll give him a chance. I think because they're making a new ethic background. If they're giving it a new, because it's a new ethic background and it's a gamble that these companies are willing to take, you know, and of course it's mm-hmm. Black Superman. So I was like, okay, are you guys going to get some of that money, you know? Because we've been, I've been done sporting the whole Batman and the Gotham universe for a while now. Like, let's try, mm-hmm. try to get me into something else, you know, because I already gave Wonder Woman and I already gave Aquaman a chance. And I was like, I'm, 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 I'm afraid to take another L. I'm afraid to take to get burnt again. Watching <laughs> these movies, hurt, so like, doesn't it? Yeah, it does hurt. It does take Man. something out of you. you know, what about like, I'm watching. Uh, sorry, <laughs> the, the Superman and Lois show. I don't mind it. Mm-hmm. On I don't mind it. Right? Yeah, I don't mind it. I, I feel like if you're gonna. Cause like I mean, invincible guy, kryptonite's the only way. Oh, yeah. It's annoying, but like family dynamic, it's like a Friday Night Lights kind of feel in it. it it's not like amazing, but I don't mind it. It's not. It's not amazing because like it's it's different. Like one of I don't know. If, I don't want to spoil anything, but like one of his kids is, you know, I don't know if I'm gonna say anything. I'm not gonna say anything. Go ahead, go ahead. Like, I mean, it's it's yeah. been one of the, the kids is getting power, so it's like that. And like they're twin, I think they're twin brothers. So it's like there's like, it's like the family part is really more interesting than the than the fighting. The shit, the fighting's probably ten percent of the show. Mm, right, budget constraints and everything. Yeah, yeah, probably because I mean it looks yeah. it looks good. So they, it looks like it has like they 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 used uh they used like these these tints or I forgot what they call that in in film saturation that uh, has a mm-hmm. really like uh. Uh, Nolan look to it, like has a really mm. like Nolan specific kind of color scheme. But okay. um, I don't mind the dynamic. I don't mind it at all because like, I can actually be like, okay, what's gonna happen? Like I'm actually like not not I'm not sure what's gonna happen next. Mm. Other than like you know everything like oh the Flash, oh who's the next speedster? Oh there he is. <laughs> who's, fast, who's fast today, guys? Oh, oh oh I'm guessing you're gonna lose your powers by end of the season. There it goes. All right, you there it goes. <laughs> so like this is actually like and i can get it like too because like the the like you're superman but like mm-hmm. you can pop your kids they can pop your wife <laughs> like they can take they can take them out pretty easy like that anybody yeah. can take them out. So, so, like that stress in the back of his head that like like someone's gonna take and like he loses his temper sometimes and he like burns his eyes into his hands I'm, like, it's mm-hmm. dope I, I don't i don't mind it's like a seven it's not like mm-hmm. perfect like a, as the dynamic, and that's what I'd like to see—just something like a little bit. Different. I, I'm surprised they they went with that because that felt like a risk too. That felt like a huge risk to try and do a family show, right? Off of Superman, you know what I mean? One once again, television is seems to be their stomping ground in animation, yeah. and it's like we just need you to do it theatrically. 
But if if black if you take an L on Black Adam, are you done with DC? Oh man. If Black I'm Adam doesn't deliver with the rock, are y'all done? Y'all done with DC? I I, I <laughs> hold on. I, I gave I gave Shazam money and that was pretty good. What? You know said what? Shazam. I gave Shazam some money and that was pretty good. Okay, Come you on, like Shazam. Yeah. Okay. Shazam Actually, find it weird because most people like Aquaman and Wonder Woman don't like Shazam. But you're the opposite. You actually like Shazam, yeah. but you didn't like Aquaman. That's that's different. I never really hear too much of that. It, what? I mean, I don't know what's not to like about Shazam. I like Shazam. Shazam. It was, was very safe. Very yeah, safe. Was, yeah. Yeah, it was a 7 out of 10 for me. I, I enjoyed it. 7.5, 7. Yeah, 7. Cool yeah. yeah, I'd give it a cool 7. It was very, very safe. I mean, nothing, um, like, they. I think they made it safe on purpose. I mean, it's it's fun. It's light. Like charm. Light. Yeah, lighthearted yeah, fun and charm to it. Yeah. Super safe. I like, think that's what's mm-hmm. missing with DC is because, uh, because it's comic. You know, it's, it's a comic. It's based off a comic book, you know. So, like, there's got to be some, 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 some some satire, some comic relief, you know, some of that, and Shazam hit that on the, you know, and, you know, yeah. just demonstrating that comic factor, you know, same thing with, uh, with, with Suicide Squad, they hit that, they hit that nail on the head, so it's like, you know, I like to chuckle once in here, but nothing, everything else gotta, ain't gotta be too serious all the time, we, 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 us, you ain't gotta insult the, the audience intelligence, you know, like, we know when to take something seriously, and we know when to laugh at something, you know, and, like, Marvel is able to land out, you know, stick landing to that all the time, you know, and whatever lack with Wonder Woman and Aquaman and stuff like that, it's like, there was some little small satire here and there and stuff like that, but it's like it felt it felt uh, it felt unnatural, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you, know. you can't put that Batman darkness on all. I don't understand that. It's like me personally, it's like I know DC is so dark and Da, 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 they're so dark and, and, and gloomy and, and, and it's like the Flash is not dark and gloomy like Aquaman is not dark and gloomy Green Lantern is not dark and gloomy like I don't I don't understand that concept like DC's dark and realistic with gods and, and philosophical questions like dude Superman's in, in blue and red like fighting aliens <laughs> and Brainiac and you know what I'm saying like and, and Toy Man like what are you talking about like I don't I don't get that I don't get that part where it's dark and the funny realistic thing about and that and I don't, I, don't I, I feel like that's that's no a very disrespect. no disrespect no 100% I always felt like that's really broad because it's not like what Snyder did with it wasn't the the darkness wasn't the problem like I, I feel like the darkness was but you can do darkness well like Obviously, yeah. you can do darkness really well. Uh, darkness can literally work for anything if you write it well. Right. So, right. like, right. saying Superman, oh, uh, the city was destroyed uh, while he was fighting with Zod. I'm like, yeah, but he was. So I think with the complaint, like, oh, he was fighting Zod, he couldn't pay. No, no. Superman is literally the first thing in his mind is people's safety. So, like, if he went and re- reached for a, a young lady that was falling and he couldn't catch her in time, that's different than just ignoring. That the city would just decimate it. That's completely different. Like I would have loved to see him fail at trying to save people and not try. To save, people. you know what I'm trying to say? Right, right, like, that's right. A completely right. different writer. So, like, what are they doing the next yeah. uh, BVS? They said, "Oh, uh, <laughs> I forgot what they they added like a line. I'm sure they did it in post. It's like, oh yeah, but the city's empty after five or some shit. You guys remember that shit? 
Yeah, I remember that. It's like, don't worry. I'm like, who threw this shit in here? You know they did that because of the backlash. Because Superman's thing was that he saves people. He saved a bus. When his dad mm-hmm. said, don't show anyone your powers. He saved the bus. Right. Now this guy comes around that you have to kill. And you ignore everybody except Lois. You ignore everyone. Like, thousands of people die. You ignore everyone. It doesn't even... You don't even look at, at like a body or something to show that it's affecting you. That Bro. was an oversight. It was horrible. It was an awful Bro. oversight. Sometimes a woman just comes in your life and just, oh, you know, <laughs> it just, oh, that's it. it. That's a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap yeah, for real. It's a wrap. Lois Lane Damn, got the juice, bro. man. When she, when yeah, Lois Lane said, put the scoop on you, she put the scoop on you. You know what I mean? You said, you said Superman had a new, had, a, had another weakness other than fucking kryptonite. <laughs> yeah, Chrissy is a, is a kryptonite too. Apparently, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Kryptonite. I can get you a kryptonite. That's my thing about man. Man, still. I love it. Dark. Go, go for it. That's there's dark concepts in everything when they're written well. Yeah, there so is. Like, there I is. Go for yeah. it. A hundred percent. I love the um, the Flash. The idea of like, uh, I forgot what run was it that there was an idea of an addiction to the Speed Force. The, like the, mm-hmm. the more he wants the speech force, like the more it's killing him or something. I love that. Like throw that in something. I love that. Like there's, you can put in something if it's done well, but like that man is still nah, son. Nah, I'm not letting that slide. <laughs> Especially since they tried to fix it. He didn't even go the, with that stupid line in the second one. I'm like, you know, you did stupid. There you go. <laughs> you know, you did stupid. Come on, man. B- BBS was literally like, uh, that was that was that was like okay. That's when the tipping point tipping point happened. Yeah. It was like BVS. I was like okay, we're going in the wrong direction here. This is yep. this is not good. And I mean, Aquaman made a billion dollars. You know, it, it did, and Wonder Woman did well. The first movie. We'll see what the third one does. But literally, we're now in pieces. Still have pieces of the Snyderverse, and it's like hit miss, hit miss, hit miss. Like this one's a flop. This one's a flop. But this one's successful. And S three are a flop. But this one's successful, and like they're in some, I don't know. I feel like they're in Shit's Creek if they don't figure out what we're going to do. What is the goal? Is it Justice League Two? Is it just one-offs, alternate universes? Like, what is your goal here? Because if you just keep throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks, it's just you know, like you're never gonna get anything consistent, and your brand is just always gonna be like. Oh, it's DC. Well, I don't, well, here's my 15. Let's just go take this L. That's not how you want people to approach your film. You want them to be excited yeah. like Marvel, like MCU. Like, you know you're going to like an MCU film, like, for the most part. You know, it's going to be a set, at least a 7 out of 10, and there's going to be some kind of cameo, and you're going to be excited for the next film. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, DC, you go in there like... <sighs> no, it's like... It, you shouldn't feel that way going to support a, a film or a, a character that you actually like and enjoy. But here we are in 2022. Yep. But like to answer your question, man, uh, will I be done with DC if she's uh, if uh, Black Adam doesn't stick? Uh honestly, I don't know. Like, I just hope that if they fail with Black Adam, it sets a rude awakening for fucking w, WB to be like, all right, we need to start moving mm. the mountains because we're not doing anything right, apparently, you know? If, yeah, man, you know? If Black Adam doesn't work, man. They're, they're, in, they're in some, some doo-doo. 
<laughs> you really think so? You think Black Adam will be the thing that breaks DC? No, I don't think it will. It would have to be one of the biggest IPs to fucking one of the bigger ones. Like fail yeah. for them to be like, all right, we need to start chasing some shit around. Like we apparently not don't know what the fuck we're doing, you know. But but Black Adam, they're like, well, you know, we like the Rock, so we didn't mind dumping that money into him. And if it failed, it failed. Mm-hmm. But if it hit, it hit, you know. But you know, it's the Rock. You know, the Rock is gonna make it. You know, it's that's the what biggest movie star. Yeah, it's the biggest movie star of the world. You got Pierce Brosnan. You have, you know, you got an incredible cast. They put a lot of money into this. He literally wants to fight Superman. Like I think that's the tease. It's like, I want to put, I want to fight Superman. I want to fight Superman. Dwayne, you know, The Rock's literally saying, I want to fight Superman in some kind of sequel. Like, if this doesn't work, it's like, you might as well just don't do, don't even do Aquaman three. Don't do Wonder Woman three. Don't do Shazam three. Just stop every. Don't do Suicide Squad three. Just stop. And just start over. If Black Adam yeah. doesn't like, I'm dead serious because it's just like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, what are you building towards? Like, you you can't do sequels to this. Like, left basically, you're doing sequels to leftover Snyder work, and they're yeah. not working. So just stop. You know what I mean? At that point, and then just start over. If Black Adam doesn't deliver, it has to deliver. If that doesn't deliver, then you you need a complete revamp. Just, I mean, continue with the Batman, continue with, with Joe. Batman's fine, but everything else needs a revamp. Like, stop yeah. all your shows. Stop all your, anything connected to the Snyder, just stop and start over. <laughs> like, that's it. To me, anyway, that's how I see it. Because everything else crumbles if that crumbles. Like, people are not going to yeah. be up to watching Wonder Woman 3. I want to see Aquaman 2. Like, even the first one was good. It's like, I just got such a bad taste in my mouth from these... DC films like and The Rock like that's just a big disappointment with The Rock man if he doesn't they don't make something worthwhile this is his first superhero role like he's leading the charge with DC right now he's like he's the front man for this shit you know like he's putting it he's putting them on their back essentially in a sense like hey y'all like like he's supposed to like he's almost like if you think about it he's supposed to be like almost like the RDJ going forth for the DCEU true you know what I'm saying this is this is your Iron going forth of the DCEU essentially. The Rock ain't, he's heavily invested in this. This has to hit. <laughs> it has to. Otherwise, it's a wrap. Like, just the tower is crumbling. The water's coming down from the tower. The Warner Media Live's getting flooded. Like, all hell's breaking loose with this film. The bus, man, for real. I mean, heads are rolling like, in on LA Boulevard. Like I said about Peacemaker, man, like if he's able to land, stick the landing into it in the movie, or as John Cena is able to stick the landing as Peacemaker, and then I, I think I think Warner Brothers could actually be on a on the right track. But I mean, The Rock hasn't missed a step yet, yet, mind you. I said yet. Hercules, <laughs> what? Well, yeah, well, yeah Hercules. Oh, Hercules yeah. <laughs> I mean. He might stumble. Baywatch. Baywatch. That's two. Yeah, I'm just going to start naming movies. (laughs) (laughs) The diehard shit he did when he was like, Uh, here we go. That's three. He may have stumbled, but he, you know, he's able to, you know, pick right back up and say you're welcome afterwards, you know? (laughs) You know? You're welcome. you know, but other than that, man, the rock is the rock, you know, and maybe yeah. maybe he can try to get Black Adam it's it's respect and it's due and stuff like that. Because even now because now it's fan anticipated now too. So I was like, all right, mm-hmm. 
That's that's something on that's something on the rocky shoulders, all of that. Because I need a goddamn trailer, man. I want to see that shit. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, people, people had no expectations for John Cena's Peacemaker. Was, oh man, this is gonna be a shit show. You got John Cena's Peacemaker, and he's, he learned to surprise people with shit, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, maybe, maybe the Rock could, you know, bear belling you know, the motherfucker's big enough to, uh, like, you know, to take the take the chance and stuff, you know, and and bear all that that pressure on his shoulders, stuff like that. So I mean, yeah, you could bench press all damn day, but can you bench press this weight? Of dealing with fucking fan reactions, you know. <laughs> can you bench press? Can you stand the way of the internet? Is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Like, I mean, it's not just Black Adam. It's not just oh, it's Black Adam. No, man. He has the Justice Society of America in the film. This is this is uh, this is pre Justice League. This is like the first Justice League. You know what I mean? Like, this is like the first superhero team for DC. Like, he's establishing. So he's basically putting the Avengers together in his film uh, of the past and bringing them like, this is the Avengers, basically. This is Black Adam featuring the Avengers, essentially. So a lot is riding on this thing, man. Like he 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 wants to shoulder this, this I think, the whole DCEU forward. And you know what I mean? I, I think he can. I think, I mean, if anyone can do it, it'd be The Rock. They just need a, this one needs to knock it out of the park and have consistency. You know what I'm saying? I'm... I'm excited for Aquaman too. I'm excited for Shazam two and um whenever Wonder Woman three hits. I'm always gonna support the superhero joints, but it, it is it is a shame. I'm not excited for the Flash. That's the only one I'm like, eh. I could pass on, but I'm still gonna watch it. But I don't know, man. We got Morbius coming out next month, so yay. They kick so, off the uh, I mean what it's gonna be this could be hard to top, man, because that's Spider Man we saw. I mean, oh, that was last year, right? Yeah, yeah, that was last year. All right, so what, what was the super superhero movie that kicked off this year? We got uh, Batman. Batman. So yeah, Batman the movie kicked off this year. I'm gonna see Ambulance. Have y'all seen that trailer? Michael Bay's back, bro. Oh, Michael back? Bay is back. Yeah, with Jake Gyllenhaal oh. and um, Yaya Abdul Mateen. Oh shit! Okay. Action action movie heist in L.A. Oh, I gotta see that. <clears throat> I haven't seen the trailer. Yeah, yeah, Abdul Mateen and Jake Gyllenhaal. Like, I'm there. Ambulance. Like, I'm I'm watching that shit. I'm going to oh, theaters okay. to see that shit. That shit looks money, man. And Morbius. Yeah, I'm gonna see that. Yeah, one I have too. to check it. Out. I have to check it out. You know, cause... I'm, I'm yeah, gonna post man, a trailer in the Discord. Yeah, because I'm definitely been looking forward to actually like you know getting back in the movie theaters and stuff. You know, and you know when I did when I finally gave Batman a shot, I'm like, okay, I. The hype was real for everybody, you know. It was, yeah, you know, highly anticipated. I, I didn't, wa- I didn't, I didn't watch it opening weekend. I watched it like the week of, you know, I went not mm-hmm. the, like the week after and shit like that. that was like okay, because I got the movie theater to myself and not even any fan reaction. Like one thing about <laughs> I mean, about watching shit about opening, like there's there's a cool fact of watching shit opening weekend and watch it when nobody's around because the side commentary could throw me off sometimes, you know. Like I don't mind watching Avengers at opening weekends, it's like you know, Marvel movies at opening opening weekends, but like I can't be there when ignorance around, you know. I gotta be there like at a certain point, you know? cause I I don't like side commentary when I'm when I want when, when I'm paying to watch a movie to really really enjoy, you know. I don't I'm I'm cool with the whole crowd cheering and the crowd clapping and everything else and stuff and they act like they're a part of the movie, man. But the whole like stupid side commentary, I don't I don't need it. Man, like, put it on a YouTube channel or TikTok and shut the fuck up. 
<laughs> yeah, I yeah, I, I feel you on that. Well, I like the opening night energy for pre- any highly anticipated movie, but if it's something like, I guess like Morbius or like Ambulance, like I don't like, I don't want to hear the side commentary. I don't mind like the big triple A Star Wars or whatever. That's cool, but it's something like other films, like I, I like which, like you said, just few people and just get focused on the film. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was good, y'all. Hey, got anything else? Uh, eight nineteen on, on my end. Ooh, very nice. I know that uh, Ryan gave us till eight thirty. <laughs> oh, he said eight. eight. He said eight thirty or eight. Oh, he, he said, said eight. eight. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> We're twenty minutes over, eight, man. Way yeah. off the money. Oh, he said eight thirty. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Solid. Anything before nine? Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. I mean, we're trying to get better at the the timing because we used to. We're so used to doing the four-hour marathons, man. It's like, if we could just try to knock <laughs> it down to an hour and a half, two hours, that's cool, too. Like, don't have to be four hours every time. <laughs> but say again? I didn't hear it. Uh-oh. Oh. Uh, that, that might be the sign right there. Uh, I'm abducting you, bro. <laughs> I told you not to warn media like that. <laughs> You know? I can barely, barely hear you. You're like you muffled. Okay, that's better. That's better, yes, okay. sir. Yeah. Now I was saying, like, I don't mind like being on uh, with you guys after that and stuff like that. Just, I wanted to give you guys my full underdivided attention because you know I'd be working at the same time. You know? Like, if yeah. you guys would have been like, hey, what'd you think? Oh, I'm like, oh, what would you guys say again? I forgot. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I, you know? I didn't want to be too disrespectful on that. I was like, I wanted to be able to just give you guys that underdivided attention. You know. But uh, yeah, man. Like, I mean, I, maybe, maybe yeah, sometimes when you guys are all gone, I'll probably like you know maybe take a break in between because it's not always that uh what I do is pick picks up all the time. Sometimes I have like dead time, you know, probably like for an hour yeah. or so, and I'm like, shit, man, I got nothing else to do, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm glad we got on. It's it's been like almost like almost like a month since we recorded something. Um, and then like ten days on you. I've just been busy just doing other. Think so. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get back on it again with the channel on the YouTube and uh, probably post this. This will be up by the weekend, probably Sunday. Probably be up by Sunday. Tearing up Orlando. <laughs> I hear tearing up Orlando, leaving DNA everywhere like Batman. Oh no, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Only DNA when would be damn or spit. <laughs> <laughs> He's out here looking at one. Well, he's trying to create his own music park, you know. Uh, <laughs> <be on> <laughs> oh my god, dude! Yeah, it, it's it's a little bit different down. It is a it is a little bit different down here. Yeah, that's yeah, for sure. I can imagine. Yep. Jeez, yeah, man. yeah. I, to, I gotta take you down. I'm gonna take y'all both downtown when, when O comes uh, this fall. We will go. We'll go downtown, man. Hopefully, uh, he, he, he's I know a few more spots. He's out here trying right, to man. tackle on these Orlando orgies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, snap, yeah, man. Yeah. If, we go, if, we store, if we store downtown, we all, we all know we got to wear them white jeans and island shirts and shit. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. We're going we're gonna to do the, the, the tropical look. We'll do the, the white blazer and the white jeans with the, with the, with the white shoes, Hawaiian shirt. I'm about like, yeah. I'm about it. Yeah, uh, we, we I'll have that. going to look time. like. We are, we're all gonna do step daddy look. We all gonna look like people step daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Where your mommy at? 
Should by then I should have adopted pet by then, man. I'll get a good new leash and collar, man. Just you know, give her a walk around Lake Eola. You know what I mean? There you go. Nice. <laughs> oh snap! But yeah, it, it's it's a lot of fun here, man. It's really cool. There's so much. It's literally like so much in every corner. It's just it's everything is compressed. You know what I'm saying? Like everything's compressed. It's not something that's like nature or park or whatever like just knowing like 20 minute like a 20 minute drive in va like like it's just so much here it's like it just seems longer i don't know it's like now i think about it some drives i'm like yo this 20 minutes feels forever but i'm like yo i used to make 30 minute drives in virginia no problem now 20 minutes i don't know it's because i'm spoiled i have everything within like a five minute radius of me or whatever but now i'm like oh 20 minute drive what the fuck man like I guess I'm spoiled. Yeah, There's everything is everywhere, like within the vicinity of you. But um, it's just so much stuff, dude. It's it's incredible, man. For real, for real. you're gonna like it down here, man. You're definitely gonna like it down here. I I'll definitely be there you, during. I the, I'll be there in the fall, man. Because I mean, I would be there during the summertime, but you know that that that's pickup season for me. So like, I could just like. Uh, I I guess that'll be part of my vacation is to hit up Orlando and see how y'all get down over there. Nice. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. And then um, you know, maybe Q can come down as well, dude. Shoot, man. We just we just chop it up. Yeah, I let him know. I say, yo, man, this is I'm planning. If you're down to go, cool. If not, hey, maybe next time, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause um Yeah, man, it's it's just it's just jam packed. When I say it's jam it's just jam packed, man. Like Charles didn't even know about the mo- monster arcade. I'm like, bro, you live here. There's just there's so much here. It's like he doesn't even know, dude. No hey, one man, knows. Same, hey man, we say the same thing about Virginia. It's like, yo, we didn't even know we had this shit here in the whole damn backyard. Here, yeah, that is, that is true too. You, you you take things for granted in your own, you know, your own area. You know, it's it took true. us it took us years to start really exploring like Virginia and like the restaurants and some of the spots that we were just completely oblivious to, you know what I'm saying? It's just, you just take it for granted. Yeah. yeah. It's always nice to know what, what you have in your backyard. And it's always nice also to discover new people in your own backyard. I'm like, oh shit, I didn't know we had that here. Damn. Then you come out there and support, you know? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. now, like, because I mean, this whole thing about, like, you know, supporting local cons and stuff like that, like, now I'm at the point where I says, you know, well, how about I just support local business? Cons, whatever. Just support local businesses from now on. You know, and that's the reason why those arcades will work, you know. And if you guys say if you guys got a barcade in your area and that's not corporate run, yo, go ahead and support it. <laughs> yeah, man. Dave and Busters is not gonna cut anymore. That's yeah. <laughs> Dave and Bus Dave and Busters is dead for me, man. Like I don't yeah, I'm I'm I will go to I'll go to Barcade over Dave and Busters, man. Even I mean, you gotta be a rhythm machine kind of like fanatic to go to Dave and Busters, man. It's just I don't I'll go to was it Circuit Social or Pixel, you know what I'm saying, over Dave and Buster's. Yeah. I don't even see those kids anymore. Now I don't even see Tony and them damn pump machines anymore. Every time I oh, go, oh, they left. Like, because every time I go to Lynn Haven Mall, man, I I go, I, I park at Dave and Buster's. You know, mm-hmm. I don't go there to actually do to do anything, play games or anything. I just it's just a habit of just parking at Dave and Buster's to go to get to the mall. You mm-hmm. know. 
And every time I walk past the arcade machine and stuff like that, yeah, man, like it's not how it used to be, man. You don't have the same punk kids hanging out in the area, no, no not the same DDR kids. You just got these like new age kids out there and stuff, you know. So mm. whatever, whatever it is going on in the community, whether they're too bougie to hang out at, uh, at Dave and Buster's or something, or I don't know what the case is, man. But the, the landscape has changed. I think it's because what COVID has done. It's got got people keeping them indoors. Yeah, oh, of course he's got his own pump machine in his own house. So he, I mean, he's not really obligated to go. I guess, I guess he doesn't even care for that kind of attention anymore. I guess I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, part two, like why go to Dave and Buster's if you have your own machine? And um, you know, probably someone, probably he's not the only one. There's probably a few other people who, well, at least one or two, who got their own machine. But uh, Daniel was telling me uh, last year. I mean, he was still going with a few people to um, to Dave and Buster's and play pump, but. I don't know, man. There's other joints out there. Like they literally got two machines here, where it's just the the damn lasers on the damn ground. You got to touch and shit, and like two people can go on there at the same time. Like there's so much other shit out there, man. Like you know, pump. I don't know. Pump isn't everything. Goddamn it. <laughs> yeah. It's more. It's more to the arcades than pump, and you know, for us, it's more to the arcades than just like tech. And, you know, there's there's other stuff out there. You just gotta. You gotta explore, man. Just, just you know, explore and, and try out some shit for real, for real. I mean, um, we have a. You and I have yet to go to main events, you know, because you know they shut down uh, the one in uh, Greenbrier Mall. What his name is called? Uh, Gillian's. Gillian's, yeah. Well, yeah. It was, it was yeah, was, and then it, it changed into something I, I else. Game work. It changed into Game Works. Yeah, Game Works. Yeah, Game Works just completely shut down. So Game Works does not exist at all. You know. Yep. So I was like, well, I mean, that's that's the thing, man. Like, sure, there could be other places to go to, man. But like, you know, it's it's up to the people to keep them alive. You know, and mm-hmm. they all try to. I don't know what it is in this community, so like, but they all try to mimic Dave and Buster's. It's like you know, man. Like the barcades exist. You know, like we have two, like Circuit and. And, uh, and pixels and stuff, you know, and so we need more of that, but I think what they already have is good enough, they just don't have it in Virginia. I don't think there is a barcade in Virginia Beach. Only only barcades only exist in Norfolk. But, mm. like, I feel like every city should have a barcade, you know, at least once. Yeah. We got seven cities here, and we only got, like, two in one, in one city. I'm like, hold on, where's one in, where's one in New Purdue or Hampton, and where's one in, uh, Where's one in Chesapeake? Where's where them shit that? Yeah, Chesapeake's dead. Chesapeake's dead, yeah. dude. Newport News, Hampton, eh, possibly, but you know, it's 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 really just all about Norfolk and Virginia Beach at this point. With those two, yeah. yeah. But Charles, you said there's no malls here, man. There's there's two, two in this area. Um, well, so you're talking about Fashion Square, I'm guessing. Uh, Fashion Square Mall. It, That's the closest the, one. The Oviodo uh, Mall and the Altamont, Altamonte. Okay, I guess Altamont's kind of close to you. Oviedo fell out of the way for you though. It's like twenty-five minutes. Yeah, thirty. Oviedo's like yeah, it's like fifteen twenty. Oviedo's like twenty. Oh, okay. Altamont's closer to me actually. Altamont's like ten. Yeah, there'll be way more stuff popping at the Altamont Mall. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't even go to the the Super Mall. That's even further down. That's like south. Orlando, there's like the Super Mall, something like that. I heard. Uh, Florida Mall. Yeah, the Florida Mall. Yeah. Florida Mall. Yeah, that's the biggest one. Yep. Yeah. Gotcha. Right, yeah. So, whenever things are like super fire, I assume they don't exist. 
<laughs> oh, where is that? 20 minutes away. Yep. That's uh, just it's too bad. It's, it's not there. I see nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good like that, man. Like 20 minutes and pass. 10 minutes, I'm there. <laughs> Oh, I gotta go to I four. Oh, hell no, I'm not going to I four. Nope. I'm not going to I four. I'm not going to I four. Uh uh-uh. uh, bro. Yo, yeah, I'm spoiled. Where I'm getting spoiled down here, man. I'm getting spoiled down here. <laughs> yo, hey, man, Joe, enjoy while you can. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Gotta enjoy while I can. But yo, man, did you know about this African museum that's in like downtown? No. No. Is it called masks? The mask one? They got like, yeah, like they got like masks and like uh, antiques and clothing. Well, you better give me the name of it. Shit. I got to put oh, it up on my shit, book. dude. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm going I'm to hit, hit you up with the, um, with the, with the page or whatever. A writer shared it with me. Um, nice. Uh, like a couple days ago. And I was like, oh, shit. I didn't know there was some African uh, heritage, like history museum here in Orlando. She was like, yeah, there is. And she was talking about the owner, and he collects artifacts, you know, worldwide, whatever, and brings it here. I'm like, I had no freaking clue. You know what I mean? Like, so that's definitely something we can check out, man. I got a little African. I got a little, not 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 something too much, you know, just a little some some a little design hey, on hey. it, a little African garb, bro. I got a little you. little some some. I see you. <laughs> I'm that's stuff nice. like that's what I really want, African. man. That's what like in my dream, my dream scenario. Is like mm-hmm. that everyone goes and like gets like oh this is because the thing about you know how like if you grab things from other people's cultures you can push it too far and they'll be like oh that's not you're not even whatever you're not a there's no creation yeah no what do you well an African will never say that to you like mm-hmm. about anything they'll just like oh wow you wear that well well done you know what I mean so like I always push for that for sure any any African thing you see like go for it like okay I, like I remember when I was in like when I first like moved here maybe like I think I was like 20 or something I used to drink all the time mm-hmm. but uh we're playing beer pong and like I had a bunch of African outfits just from that were just laying around and so like my team all we all wore like matching African. it was crazy I gotta find the picture somewhere it was, it was a funny picture just seeing everyone like wearing African shit and we like we like beat everyone that night but yeah, I'm always oh, pushing for that shit, man. I love, I love that. I love that idea. Though. Like, where's some African stuff, man? Go for it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, show me a couple pictures of some some other stuff. I, I like the was it the brand Dayanu Dayanu, uh, Facebook. And there's another page I'm looking at for some potential threads. Um, I'm gonna get a little bit more, uh, I guess, like more authentic looking joints in the future. But this, this it's casually good. It's casually good. I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change the name to Dibagba. Now, oh, that I'm gonna have my, you know, my Hawaiian uh, Aloha side, and I'm gonna have my, you know, what I'm saying? my, I guess, my African tribe side. Whatever. You're looking like a United Nations out here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm afraid what y'all gonna do with my boy Dion over there. Before I know, I'll be down there. Y'all just be like, "Hey, you want some comp?" I'm like, oh, then you make a call now. <laughs> I got some calls. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, that'd be dope. <laughs> they be throwing this in Jamaican in there, too. Like, you know, good boy. 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 Good boy.
No, we gonna we gonna get a Kenta Claw for you, man. All right, we gonna, we gonna get you a Kenta Claw, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop, man. But yeah, it's it's cool, man. It's cool, dude. I'm excited for this fall, dude. I'm excited for this fall, man. Like get together, or whatever, and um, it's cool seeing the crew. Like it's funny how Discord, like the internet works, just meeting people, just like you know what I'm saying. Like literally met, like got Charles on Discord like a year ago. And like a year later, like I'm actually like I met him, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm here, you know what I mean? Like it's just like, the internet's crazy, man. Just like in terms of like connecting people and just like you know what I'm saying? Like there's some people here that I haven't seen like in forever. Like Matt, who did Chicken Red back with us with the Hedge Fund crew uh, when we were doing the conventions. Like he's here. I didn't know he was here. You know what I mean? Like so it's just like you know it's just crazy how the internet can just kind of like keep you connected with people. And like you're able to just see them more, you know what I mean? Like, I think that's something yeah, sometimes like, we might take for granted. Sometimes, I I was talking about a testament to that, you know, because like you know back then, back in the whole uh, uh, messenger days and stuff like that, meeting people on the internet is fucking weird, creepy, and shit like that, you know? Yeah, How the yeah. tables just turned now, now like you know, like when Facebook became more prominent, stuff like that, meeting people over the internet it has been the cool thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, like lately, um, even though I took myself off of Facebook, I mean, I'm there to like be like Batman over the city and stuff and just spectate. I don't comment or speak or anything else. I don't share pictures. Don't none, I do none of that. You know, every now and then I'll do it on Instagram, but never on Facebook. But uh, no, nah, I see what uh, what other communities are talking about. I'm still in these groups and stuff. Uh, I don't think you. Uh, I don't think you invited me to the uh, to uh, that the black group. That talks about all the uh, controversial topics and shit like that. The only thing I'm on part of part of is Blurcon, Blurcon's group, and oh, you you want to join uh, Blur <laughs> Blurcore? Blur is that what core, you want? Yeah. Blurcore? Okay, I'll, I'll send you an invite for that one. I'm down. Oh boy, is that uh, who's in there? Um, Obama, the Obasi that group? Yeah, he's the admin. Him and uh, Darren Flood. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. No, I like, I, I just, I'd be just, yeah. I'd be just, I'd be just. Like now, the way my my room is all set up, man, I got like two big ass TVs, and they look like a fucking NASA headquarters and shit like that. I'm just there spectating, like spectating, like comments on Twitter and Reddit and everything else, like a fucking. Man, you be like in the back <laughs> like, cave and that shit. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be just sitting there, like, oh, this is what's going on in the world. You know what they're saying on Twitter, what they're saying about Reddit, what they're saying. <laughs> you know, just be reading up on shit. I mean, just laughing at some certain things or whatever the hottest, the hottest memes and shit like that. You know. But seeing stuff where I can actually go boil some tea and drink it is uh like where I'll be watching uh I'll be seeing one of what they be talking about Blurcon, man. Like they be they be talking at Turk uh they be talking their talk on Blurcon. I'm like I'll be like, Oop, hold on, I'm gonna boil some tea. Fuck are they talking about, you know. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean like, that, that's that's, that's my go to group. Some of the things that they talk about is basically shit that we've we've spoken on. It's like you know, like oh, we need to be support black creators. It's like yeah, but y'all continue to support Japanese and other American creators, but other than your own, you know, that's mm. a good take. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those two groups, Blurred Core and Blurred Con and Black Comic Lords. Those are the three. Those are my three. Shout out to all the admins and the groups out there for even just. You know, putting it out there and connecting us and filtering out. I don't even want to know what posts don't get admitted. You know what I'm saying? Accepting some of the stuff. But yeah, man, it's it's literally like it's just like 
source material. It's literally like source material for podcasting, like and just topics in general. Like you said, I think what is it? The one post that Marcel said about what are like your most unpopular blurred opinions or whatever. And it's oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one had like 300, 400 comments and everyone was just going in being the nice guy. doesn't mean you get to have the girl you're being creepy. And, uh, you know, saying like, you know, we need to support our own and it's okay. If I like anime and manga, because y'all picked on me when I was a kid that for liking it. So fuck y'all stuff like that. Yo, it's, it's, it's <laughs> Yeah, man, that that that's that was probably that's probably post of the year. I don't think that one's gonna get top in terms of just like people just just going in on it. Like black black cosplayers, black black guy nerds don't protect black female cosplayers, and whole lot. Oh, there's a whole lot of stuff in that thread, man. To unpack, you shared a good you shared a good take. That black cos black women cosplayers don't date black guys. You know, I'll I'll just say that uh, I mean it's just a pattern that I noticed. Could be anecdotal, you know what I mean? Like throwing it out there, but that's the bigger ones. Seems to me that that's what happens. I mean, interesting. I mean, it's well known, like, it's a pattern. Like, you can't, you can't, like, dismiss the pattern. Like, that's just what's been going on lately. And I've seen it lately. And I'm like, well, they just don't, like, you know, it's rather they're pure Asian or pure white, but they're never, ever, you know, never, ever their own kind, you know? And Mm -hmm. and that's that's a strong take. That's that's, that's the reality. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah i mean that's what's i mean to a certain degree when we were cosplaying back like 2011 2010 2013 whatever like black female cosplayers weren't the it thing you know what i'm saying it was the, the white girl or the japanese you know the asian girl especially the asian, asian girl was like supreme and then you had basically the the white girl who was you know like a jessica negri or whatever right like they were like anyone you know showing some skin but also like you know, like, yeah, 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 hun, Jessica Negri, like, those kind of types were, you know, like, one-two punch for the convention. And, um, it's cool that that's changed over the years, so now you're seeing people like, like, Cutie Pie Sensei, and, like, you know what I'm saying, and, like, K-Beer, or Maki, I remember Maki rolled when she was, like, first coming out, and, you know what I'm saying, now she's, you know, she's up there, you know what I'm saying, it's cool that now that that table's been shared a little bit across the board, but, um, you know what I'm saying? I, I think I joked with you that the the white girls can't get attention anymore, so they 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 put makeup on and do all the uh the TikToks and do like skin face makeup uh <laughs> to get attention now, or to go full gym uh gym athletes or gym trainers like um because I have noticed that like the the skin and the makeup skin, the body skin stuff like that's like. A, Thanks to TikTok, I guess that's like a sensational thing right now in terms of like transforming your body or transforming your face and other people's faces, whether it be like demonic or cartoony or like hotel has been like kind of like that thing. Like I know it's like they're they're killing it with that shit. Like that is like their thing. I don't really see too many like Asian girls do that. Just like a lot of white cosplay girls like do the the skin and face makeup a lot right now. I know that's kind of like the trend. 
getting wild out there in these streets. It's getting wild out there, but I mean that's kind of a world I'll always be a part of the cosplay world. I don't, I may not directly be involved with it because I don't like dress up anymore per se. You know, I I've done my thing with that. I tell you what, I'll get more excited over someone cosplaying one of my characters than me cosplaying anything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's facts right there. You know, so I'm, I'm always gonna be a part of that world. And actually, we got. We got a screenplay to write about the our cosplay experience too. You know, me, you, Ryan, Uncle Jack. Um, you know what project I'm talking about, but I mean, in the future for sure. Well, I might even see if I can get that done at full sale. I don't know, depending on volunteers or whatnot. I think that'd be kind of cool. But yeah, man, cosplay conventions, man. Like me and Charles are gonna try to hit up a lot this year, um, sharing tables and whatnot, and trying to. Just get our stuff out there. You know what I mean? Um, going on the dealer side, going in the artist alley, like the vendors side, that gets me more excited than, you know, you know, attending panels, roaming the halls. Like, I want to host a panel now. I want to have the table. I want to have the, you know what I'm saying? There should be a Oh Kingdom Come banner at the table. You know what I'm saying? And, and like uh, artwork or whatever. And then there should be like a panel like, hey, how do you start a comic? Like, yeah, sure, I can do that. Or, African mythology, how you research into doing anything for novels or comics or whatever. Sure, Charles, you went heavy in on, you know what I'm saying, the cultures and everything. And it helps that, you know, you're from uh, Nigeria as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's that's, there's a whole plethora of the other side of the convention that we haven't been a part of yet because we've been mostly an attendee. So, yeah. instead of more of a vendor. So, that's the side I'm, I'm excited about, kind of going forth, you know, for the rest of my life is tending as a vendor and not so much as an attendee anymore, you know? Well, I wish y'all both the luck on that, man, because now it's, it's, it's next level stuff, man. Like, the 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 era of walking the halls and cosplay for that, for that, you know, for that moment of of of, of boost in somewhat somewhat validation and stuff like that is over with, man. It, to get validated better is to have something you distributed on your own and push it forward to hoping, well, not even hoping, but making it mm-hmm. sure, making it sure that it hits mainstream into the bigger, into a bigger audience, you know? So that's, that's the new, that's the new way right now is stop pushing forward or what's already established and now establish what you already have you know, under your belt. And you guys got old kingdom come in Florida, man. And, and all sorts of great stuff that's getting ready to pop off, you know? And, uh, Hopefully, one of these days, stuff like that, I come down there with you guys and I need to convince you stuff like that. We can start trying to figure out ways to get get people to come to you guys' table and help promote and support. Hell yeah, man. Oh, I appreciate man. that. That's awesome. Thank you. No problem. Yeah, man. That's a real thing. I think one of the best advice, like, I, I, like a reoccurring theme is just what I've been here is like, do it yourself. Just do it. You know, I've heard stories of people have, oh, I have the greatest. Um, screenplay, like, oh, I have this master screenplay, I'm going to pitch it to Sony, I'm going to pitch it to, to Warner, I'm going to pitch it to Paramount, and then this person passed away before it ever got made, you know, and people love the script, and it's like, sometimes it's like, hey, you just, you know what I'm saying, like, if you, you just got to do it yourself, it's like, just the greatest proof of concept, you know what I'm saying, like, I got this great idea, and like, I want to get this done, whether it be a novel, comic, movie, game whatever it's like yo just just get it done yourself you know you don't have to look towards the big 
upper companies to get it done. Like it's going to take hard work. It's going to take dedication and research. It might take three to four to five years, but you know, the damn it, once it's finished, it's like, I got it done. You know what I'm saying? It's my vision and my goal. And I didn't have to wait on so many different layers of like, Oh, like I want to pitch this to Marvel. I want to pitch this to, to DC. I want to pitch this image or whatever. Right? I want to pitch this book to get published in Barnes and Noble, or I want to pitch this to Warner Media. It's like, nah, you, we're in this information age. We have, we can make films on our phones. We can find artists who are more than professional level artists to get our art done for our comics. We got book illustrators who can do covers for your books. We have editors. We have access to so much stuff to get these things done. That was so much of a hassle in the nineties and Two, hell, 2000s, and even like 2010. Like, we have so much access to these things now that there's almost no excuse not to get it done anymore, other than just you didn't know you could. You know what I'm saying? It's like once you know, like, oh, snap, I can get this shit done, then it's almost just like, yeah, it's pretty much up to you. If it didn't happen, it's almost like because I guess you didn't want it to happen enough. You know, you didn't want it enough to a certain degree. So. I guess that's my closing statement. (laughs) Beautiful. 